listening to the smooth sound of RPGMP3.com. Dungeon One. So Ed basically it lunged at me, with its claws bared and its teeth clamped together. So of course I shot it in the face. Imagine my surprise when it turned out to be Princess Anne. But so, sorry. Oh, is the mic on? Okay, hello. Hello, righto. Well, thank you, Lord Buxley, and I'd like to welcome you to this lecture at the Gentlemen's Club of the Empire. Uh, in front of you, you'll find your brainomatic helmets. It's a, a marvellous device which will conjure pictures of my exploits directly into your delicate heads. If you'd like to attach the electrodes and then simply insert the spinal syringe. Ah, there we go. Well... Let's begin. Let's begin. Let's begin. Let's begin. Let's begin. To be honest, it was um, the the tree is still down. The everywhere is still flooded, which is only getting worse as the runoff starts <laughs> to drain down towards it. Yeah. Is that a tr- is that a, do you go? Along, I, I I imagine that you go along a canal path for some of it. Yeah. Uh, I go along a section of canal path and then onto the Fallowfield Loop, which I think used to be a railway, but it's converted to. Part of the National Cycle Route, which is, you know, pretty good, normally. Sure. But there's a section <laughs> under this, you go down a steep bank, and then under a bridge, road bridge, and then up a steep bank on the other side. They're like the only two hills in Manchester. And everything drains down to that point, apparently. So it's about, right. for probably for probably a 15-foot stretch, it's about a foot deep. And it's getting, oh, it's getting worse. Okay. okay, yeah, that's... So do with it not raining overnight so it can drain away. Yeah. How long is your cycle? Well, let's see. 26-inch wheels and then about... <laughs> um, in weather like this, it takes me about an hour and a half. Normally it takes oh, me wow. just an hour and ten, something like that. Right. Monday took me, oh God, about an hour and three quarters. <laughs> I've, I keep meaning to start cycling again because um, I'm rapidly uh, putting on weight. <laughs> I've got to do something. And uh, so I um, optimistically subscribed to the mountain bike subreddit on Reddit. I don't know whether you get Reddit at all. I have no idea um, what you're talking about. I've heard of Reddit. I don't actually know oh, what it okay. is. I mean, okay. Oh, it's just... Um, it's just a sort of... Um, it's a site where links get posted in different subjects, and uh, you know, it's, a, it, it's a forum essentially. Okay. But it is. It, I think it's. It gets something like the. It's. It started off as very much a clique of people that that left Dig. I don't know if you know Dig, which was user moderated. <laughs> it was a user moderated news site, so you posted news and then um, you could discuss it. Right. Um, <clears throat> and then they had a big new design. Everyone left me. Went to Reddit, which is a very small niche thing of uh, mainly computer nerds and and gamers and things like that. Uh, it's now something like has. I think it's fifth in the amount of traffic that the site generates and receives. Yeah, I very often see now. things that people have said found this on Reddit or whatever, and they'll have a yeah. link. And yeah. the number of times that it's actually some badly researched or fake something or other that's gone viral is crazy. Yeah, I mean, if you go to the front page of Reddit, it is just horrible. It's awful. Okay. The, it's divided into subreddits, which are different subjects, really. Um, 
and one of the most popular ones is our, our internet memes, macro image macros, you know, an image with a bit of writing on it that you hate. Um, and this one called Advice Animals, which is animals, which is yeah, text, you know, this sort of thing. And okay. it's just horrible. So you go there and you think, oh, this is just vile. But you dig a little bit deeper, you make an account on there, and you find that there are there are literally thousands of subreddits of different of any subject you can pretty much pretty much any subject you can imagine. Um, and mm. so if you you can subscribe to those subreddits, those those um, sort of topics, as it were, uh, and you can have a really great experience. <laughs> um, but so anyway, this all I was going to say was I. I optimistically subscribed to the mountain biking subreddit to try and get myself you know, motivated to try and do it. And there seems okay. to be a huge argument at the moment about between 26ers mm-hmm. and I think 27ers. Really? Because it's becoming much very popular. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I my my old bike had 28-inch uh, wheels, which is the, uh, the old ah. the Pashley Roadster. And before that, my uh, bike before that was the Brompton, which I think has 10-inch wheels. So I'm, yeah. I'm not what you'd call a, a, a wheel <laughs> diameter Nazi, um, <laughs> you know. Really extremist, don't maybe. <laughs> um, no, no. If you want extreme, that was it. The X bike, I think it was. Um, it was one that Clive Sinclair did, and it basically had ro- roller <gasps> oh. skate wheels. It folds up to be a walking stick. Yeah, it looks Useless. completely unrideable. How could you? I mean, you'd have to go. You'd have to be over sort of polished polished concrete or something for those wheels because they look like casters to me you know I, I think they were the same things that inline skates had which are very popular yeah, on scooters yeah. so i imagine they you yeah. know they work to get you from well the train station to the office if you happen to work over the road um because yeah. i'm told that yeah. in london you occasionally see people in a suit scooting along on a kid's scooter uh, which you i certainly think is, did in the late 90s tragically <laughs> sad yeah usually around shoreditch <laughs> Okay, uh, Nick is on his way. By the way, uh, oh, we've got nobody else at all. Everyone, everyone is busy, no. double booked, <laughs> doing more interesting things. More interesting than this, good lord! They have lives. Do you happen to follow Samuel Pepys on uh, Twitter, or should um, I say, whoever runs his account? Since I don't think Mr. <laughs> Pepys is actually still no. with us. Uh, um, I I don't, and why? I tried to. I could, yeah, but I have seen it when I have seen you and several other people retweet them. Yeah, and... it's interesting because it's essentially just putting up lines from the diary on a given day yeah. to match yeah. whatever it was. Yeah. But because they're completely out of context, some some of them are, you know, you look at it and they're well, it's kind of dull. Some of them are just surreally baffling. Uh, this one's just popped up. It says. I took them to Islington, and then, after a walk in the fields, I took them to the great cheesecake house and entertained them. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. The great cheesecake house. Ah, uh, I can only imagine cheesecake well, in Pete's day was. Well, I don't know if it actually means them. cheesecake or oh, cheesecake. Oh, I, I can't. Or, yeah. or maybe anyway. Is it? Is it? Was it a? Was it a um, contemporary slang for brothel or something like that, maybe? Oh, I hadn't even thought of that. I was just thinking oh, ver- various <laughs> varieties of, of cheese that could be... But anyway. Uh... Well, uh, of course, cheese didn't just mean one, you know, 
cheese curds. A cheese was anything breath, so you could have a, an apple cheese, couldn't you? You get uh, a fruit cheese, which is like a, a presse of all. Yeah, I, I pitched in on um, the original D and D forums that did it. It's sort of old school thing. They only deal with first edition, basically D and D, you know, right. w- wooden box type yeah. of thing. Um, so oh, Christ, it's a bit right. specialist. Uh, Which forms that was? Uh, it's ODD seventy four, I think, is the name of the forum. Uh, if uh, you can usually find it, it's one of those pro boards software ones. Yeah, uh, and it's it's quite good actually. It's quite interesting. Some people who were involved in D and D and Gangbusters and Boot Hill and all that kind of thing are oh, actually okay. in, um, on the site occasionally, and it's not too bad for the sort of bizarre fights and arguments that people get. But one guy, there's a section on... Perfectly reasonable. Well, they are mostly quite reasonable. I mean, a lot of it I find a bit redundant, because all they're really talking about is D&D and then some related games, but by no means all. I mean, they've got some um, Empire of the Paddle Thrones on there, which I think is how I found the place in the first place. And a variety of retro clones are talked about. But if they get just a little bit too far, the moderator says, you know, well, I'll let that one in, but this one... Mm, I'm not sure, and so they they do try and kind of stay on topic, but they've got a fiction section, and somebody was asking about. In fact, I think it was the guy who wrote the Carcosa supplement, uh, Lamentations of the Flame Princess, and all that. Oh yes, um, which is quite interesting. I've got Carcosa, and he was saying I've never understood this line from The Hobbit, and it's the bit where they're approaching um, Bjorn's house and the bee pastures and so on, mm-hmm. and Gandalf says. Uh, you know he's a he's a skin changer, and Bilbo says, "What a, a man who calls rabbits conies when he's not turning them into squirrels." So, right, you know, I'm a, a few words out there, but that's roughly it. Yeah. So I've never yeah. understood this. So there's quite a big debate on on what it actually meant, and it's very interesting seeing some people's interpretations, and also people not knowing what certain words mean. Because I mean, a number of the people on there are American, but there's folks from around Europe. Sure. Sure. Um, so there was some debate over whether conies was actually a word for uh, a rabbit, which obviously it is, because uh, yeah. Coney Island was Rabbit yeah. Island. Um, and Coney is still used in some parts of the yeah. UK, but it's you know it's it's an old, almost dead word. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this whole turning into squirrels, and they were sort of saying, well, is it, almost everybody seemed to think it was actually uh, a magical reference. And I'd say to him, well, no, I think you'll find it's, it's really to do... Although I didn't go on and say, I think you'll find. It's <laughs> not what you do with it. Um, because Bilbo is essentially somebody who deals with shopkeepers and tradesmen, and that's his level of thinking. Now, when you say skin changer, he's thinking of somebody who skins animals and you know makes the fur into trim for coats and that sort of stuff. Right, so right, I, right. Think we've, I think we've narrowed that one down. But there were... Um, the word squirrel was a problem because really? the, yeah because it says you know it turns them into squirrels and somebody in fact had got access to a book that's got the very early drafts of the hobbit one of those interminable resurrections and unearthings of tolkien's yeah. scribblings yeah. in some cases yeah. that he'd actually rubbed out but they've managed to work out what he said it wasn't good enough for him to release to the public but we've got to know and at one point, and apparently the original line is something about when he's not turning the, the skins into arctic fox. It doesn't say squirrel. So I think this is something where he changed it to squirrel to be a bit more ordinary and fit Middle-earth yeah. better. 
And what yeah. what it is is that rabbit tra- rabbit fur was cheap, so they would occasionally <clears throat> dye it to look like exotic forms of squirrel, which apparently there there are some. But squirrel and Tolkien would certainly have known this. Squirrel was an old word for a prostitute, and I'm pretty certain that's not what he was referring to. And in America, probably around the time The Hobbit came out, it was also a word that's kind of been replaced in, uh, in slang usage by beaver these days. Ah. Oh. And again, I don't think that's what he was meaning. But yes, very much like cheese, um, it's oh, not... <laughs> Sorry, I have remembered where we started. It's, it's not necessarily as clear-cut as you think what, what this word means and where it came from. Yes, quite. Because the, the notion that... Um, the dwarves, Gandalf and Bilbo, are heading down to see a guy who turns rabbits into prostitutes is um, a very different book indeed. Yeah. <laughs> Although, have you read National Lampoon's... Board of the Rings? Board of the Rings, yeah. Yeah. I read it years ago because yeah. Ken and Andre always said it was probably the biggest influence on Tunnels and Trolls. Uh, uh, we're getting. Oh. oh, you're breaking up badly. Hello. Hello. Am I breaking up? A little bit. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Mm. Okay. It's not. It's not too bad. Mm. Can you hear us? I wonder if my Xbox is still downloading something. Did you get that? Did you hear that? Yeah, I yeah. can hear that. Your picture is terrible, actually. Very blocky. I mean, Thank you. not you look like crap right now. I mean. It's... And it's normally quite sharp. You see that, all right? Yeah, you were holding up. Uh, what is it like? A, a an eight by a four by two Lego brick, were you? That's correct. A Tetris block. Nice. A Minecraft finger. <laughs> hello, hello, Tim. You're breaking up hello, there. <laughs> How are Somebody you? Suggested <sighs> Somebody suggested today that if Tetris was released from the game today. Um, the long blocks would be released as premium pay-for content. <laughs> <laughs> Bonus content, pre-order yeah, content. Yeah, that's possible. Because <laughs> it's, uh, I mean, it's a communist game, isn't it, Tetris? It predates the fall of the wall. Rightfully, yeah. It did. The guy who invented it um, didn't get any money from it at all because it was part oh. of the state. Mm. There's a, there's a really interesting story about... Um, oh, good. Eventually he did, because they licensed it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I won't tell it you, obviously. So they licensed it. No, please, Nick, do actually say. Tell us. Oh, don't get in a snitch. <laughs> no, no, I, I won't. <laughs> um, no, it's fine. I don't really know it, anyway. <laughs> Luckily, we have the internet, so we don't need to know things anymore. Mm. But I'll tell you what is good. Yeah. Lamentations of the. Great segue. Mm. Was that um, what we do in the shadows is now out, which is the vampire, um, uh, what do you call it, documentary, written by Jermaine Clements. Oh, who is yes, one half of yes, Flight yes, to the yes, Concourse. Yes. I was trying to place it, but I haven't found mm. I've seen some... Um, I haven't seen a trailer, but I've seen some promotional stills a few weeks ago. It's supposed to be very, very good. Right. It's a documentary I wonder if that's about... what's downloaded. A mockumentary about um, vampires. And, uh, like, they're... No, actual... Well, it's a mockumentary about actual vampires living in Wellington in New Zealand. Um, 
but the 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 main joke seems to be that even though they live for 800 years, vampires are kind of dicks. That seems to oh, be the, the, the joke. Yeah. Good night. Good night, Elliot. Oh, he's he's got an imaginary baby now. <laughs> Not only the imaginary wife. <laughs> I just, I loved how for so long all the sort of domesticity took place just off to one side of the screen. And every time you, you were interacting with Kerry or anything, you may as well have prefaced that thing something you said with, what's that city? <laughs> well, you have actually met Kerry now, both of you. I, I have met somebody uh, So yeah, maybe we'll do a Wartstock, a Devon Wartstock this year again. Yeah. I would. have the okay for it, so we can see how it goes. I'd love that. That would be interesting, yeah. Well, I'd be keen. Um, the, I've, uh, I've felt Val out. Is that what you call it? Um, <laughs> Sounded out. Sounded her out. Yes, yes. I don't think. Yes. I don't think what you said the first time is actually a saying. <laughs> I, I know it's me, so you would assume I did that deliberately, but I actually I didn't do that one deliberately. You look a bit tired in a blocky sort of way. Yeah. Um, I think something's uploading on Dropbox, but that will be done shortly. Okay, so the, the sound of things might so improve. Might be it. Okay. Yes, I hope so. I'm There's just going to check the Xbox is turned off downstairs. Okay. There's another new series that yeah. uh, yeah, friend of mine um, said that he started watching. Um, that's got uh, is it Karen Shaw who was in um, Flight of the Concords? She was Mel, the uh, creepy uh, the the opposite fan. Yeah, yeah. Um, called L the Last Man on Earth, which is a sort of it's apparently a sort of um, comedy post-apocalyptic type thing. Uh, right. So it's not it's nothing to do with why the Last Man, the graphic novel. No. Right. No. No. It's. I've I've read the first few of. Yeah, me too. I didn't really get into it. Uh, quite enjoyed the first few, and then uh, just read the proceed at the end. <laughs> right. So this mm. this is this is I a comedy one, fine. is it? Yeah, semi. I didn't know whether I've seen it. One thing I haven't seen. It. Haven't heard anything about it. Hopefully, it's funnier than um, <laughs> funnier than not with a bang, which was a hilarious um, post-apocalyptic comedy with Ronald Pickup in it, which is one of the most tragic things I think I'd ever seen. Oh, I don't know who Ronald Pickup oh, is. Oh, do you not? Oh, it was, um, he's, it was, he often plays sort of teachers. Well, yeah, I know yeah, who he is. Yeah, that kind of person. Um, he's, he's one of those sort of uh, good, solid, really dependable sort of actors. You know, you, you get him in... I could see him playing the lead. I don't think he has, but Day of the Triffids guy, he would be that sort of character. Okay. Yeah, he, and he it, doesn't uh, tend to play the young. lead. No, he doesn't. Uh, very much a sort of uh, solid supporting character, not as eccentric as like um, Freddie Jones or anybody. But um, I don't know. Now you've thrown out one who I don't know. Who's Freddie Jones? Uh, you know Toby Jones. Uh, I have a client who has a dog called Toby. Oh, Freddie Jones. Yes, I just googled him. Yes, you're quite right. He's eccentric. Slightly. He's from he's from Stoke, you know. He's in Emmerdale. Is he? I think, he looks the type. I think his... Um, yeah, the kind of people we get from Stoke include Freddie Jones, Lemmy from Motorhead, and the captain of the Titanic. 
Um, I thought the captain of the Titanic was... Oh, you mean the actual captain of the Titanic, as opposed to Bernard, the guy who played the captain of the Titanic in <laughs> Titanic, who my mum and dad knew very well when he was a, a jobbing actor. Uh, I can't remember who... He also Burnham played Hill. King Thayer in Burnham Hill. Hill. Yeah. He also played King Thayer in, in uh, Lord of But of course they failed to be friends with him once he was in Lord of the Flipping Rings. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, what's funny with... And a falling out with my him. background with people who've sort of known famous folks is that I, I knew somebody who knew Robert Powell quite well. And you think, oh gosh, you know, Robert Powell. Uh, except they thought he was a prat. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what right, my mum okay. and dad thought about Bernard Hill, I'm afraid. <laughs> he, yeah, he was a, no, a boyfriend of their best friend. Oh, I see. I've no idea if if Robert Powell, you know, is a prat or anything. Because obviously you're only getting one person's opinion from sort of mm. 40 years previously. You just have no <laughs> no clue as to how accurate it is. But um, you're always thinking sort of, oh, gosh, that's exciting. Oh, it's not exciting. It's like everybody else's friendships and people yes. you meet. You know, there's nothing... I think Bill Oddie is probably a twat. I think we can safely assume that. Why, why pick on him? He suffers from depression. Very, very well, I'm not surprised, because he causes it in everyone else. Well, he'll probably fly a plane into a mountain then, like everyone else with fucking depression. Anyway, sorry, let's... Uh, My friend move. Are we recording? Yes. My, my friend's father used to play squash with Ian Ogilvy. Wow. <laughs> really? That's the, well, that watched... is the sort of claim to fame <laughs> that, that really... you reveal on a Radio 4 panel show after everybody's yeah. guessed and been unable to go. Well. <laughs> However, this... Uh, well... So I was just going to say, this guy also has um, one of Elton John's pianos that he played on stage. Right. And... and Oh, um, have you have you seen, seen him? Have I seen? I'm who? trying to do it. Have you seen Elton John's pianist joke? No. That's what I was working up to. You were working up. Carry to on. That. Right. <laughs> really started to low down. Who was the singer from? Who was the singer from Roxy Music? Brian Ferry. Brian, Brian Ferry. Ferry. He's also got Brian Ferry's piano as well. Does he just half Do inch pianos off people? What's this? <laughs> No, I, I is he a piano he... collector? No, not in the slightest. <laughs> he just seems to have <laughs> like a, well, a bizarre I, I gentleman thief who just, who just breaks in and steals <laughs> pianos. Something from a, a rather unsuccessful pulp story. <laughs> Shall we a game tonight, chaps? Uh, yeah, yeah. If, if you've any. I know we're a bit uh, testosterone heavy tonight. Yeah, yeah. You, don't Between worry, you're you balancing it quite well. One... Um, We're such alpha males, aren't we? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's alright, it's alright. The two of you can just like, fuck it's off. It's like an like. American football locker room in here tonight. <laughs> I'm happy I'm in my beach. Quite well. happy, I'm a long way from you. Um, yeah, so. <laughs> I don't know if I qualify for beats. <laughs> your, um, your, your audio is a bit choppy, but we'll see how we go. H, uh, yeah, I'll, I'm just going to double check the Xbox is off and I'll be back. Right. What page was the um, twelve on the Forgotten Futures? Was the twelve? Twelve. Right, excellent. Uh, that's if you got the PDF version. Yes, I do have the PDF. Twelve. There we are. 
Uh, we're using karma cards. Ah, yes. Where did I put mine? You just have to remember to, every time you make a roll, mark it off, you know, because I'm not going to remind mark you. It off, yeah. I mean, I might remind you, but I'll probably need reminding to remind you, which becomes a little redundant. <laughs> Well, it was uh, Kate McCutchie's birthday, and I forgot to get her a card, so I, I'm afraid I've blown my chances there. Kate who? Kate McCutchie from Garfunkel and Oates. Ah, oh, right. Okay, she's the hello one. Is that right? She's short uh, dark-haired. I mean, yeah, she is quite short, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. It's McCutchie. McCutchie. I thought it was McCutchie. Yes, You're McCutchie. You're not playing Tim Tinder, are you? Tinder. I don't think she's on Tinder. <laughs> Do you not know Tinder? It's, it's a very yeah. off the moment thing. Oh, Toby Jones, I see who you mean, yes. Anyway, oh, God, no, I, I'm not looking I, on Tinder I was, for Toby. I was, at yeah. school, <laughs> I was at school with a guy like you who would just laugh and everybody would be turning around to, uh, sorry, what's up? And he would be laughing at the joke that we'd moved on from quite some time previously. <laughs> It would he'd just get it, and honestly, it was three or four minutes later every time. We've already moved on from Freddie and Toby Jones. Yes, yes. But yes, to Toby Jones who played. And we are in, was in the event, uh, Captain America. I have, and various, all sorts. I have several friends who keep encouraging me to use Tinder. And okay, to use are these bushcraft people? <laughs> uh, I think Tinder the app rather than the firelighting material. Yeah, well, that's confusing. I mean, it's like these ebook things. Mm. You don't know how many I actually set fire to before I realised that they're not called Kindle for that reason. <laughs> so, can anybody remember where you were, what were happening, and more, perhaps more importantly, what on earth we think we're doing on a Wednesday? <sighs> um, <laughs> we're wasting our lives. Um, <laughs> But they seem to be popular on the site, so that's the main thing. Um, we, uh, we, Carnahan and Lord Snooty Pops, had <laughs> <laughs> um, Lord Muck, as I will yeah. call him. Um, I forgot his actual name. Uh, Lord George um, Mathers, Sir George, George Mathers. I had gone off to uh, take a sniping position, and from the sniping position at the on the second story. I thought that those creatures may possibly have been ducks. I think we'd come to that conclusion. Yeah. We had mm. we discussed it, and I decided uh, not to. I shot a warning shot at one of the ducks. Um, a warning shot. I think shot. you'll find. Right. But a warning shot. Isn't it customary uh, if you're going to be using warning out. shots to actually have some backup ammunition? I'm not saying I thought it through. Anyway, I came downstairs, explained the situation, I went to hide in the cellar, whereupon Sir Sir um, Britchy Pants, or whatever he was called, made some ex cooked up some crazy MacGyver style explosives in the yeah. uh, in the old professor's old laboratory. Yeah, oh, did you make five yes. of You've five? Got some smoke and some, that? some explosives, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah, we'd yes, yeah, that's correct. And they had 
convince me not to do a night of the living dead and spend the whole night in the cellar though i will point out if they had done that in night of the living dead all would have been fine yeah well that's the whole thing anyway. with, with zombies as everybody i think pretty much knows is it's not about people doing the sensible thing where they would just then die yeah. at a much later point it's about the the battles between people and how folks are unreasonable and greedy and stupid and change. you know uh, it does have one of the great endings. The though, very best. Zombie. It's not a cheerful ending. It's not a cheerful ending. What would be interesting is what a test audience, if it just came Spoilers. out now, what a test audience Mind would make it like. Yeah, it's quite some time ago. Uh, yeah, I don't know that it would get they, through they would, a test they would audience. They'd want a more upbeat ending, wouldn't they? Though Sorry, I did, I the bleakest film, the bleakest film I've watched recently, have you seen The Road? Oh, I've heard about it. Such a bleak film. It's post-apocalyptic, yeah. but it's just mm. not. It's not Mad Max. Do you know why I've not Let's watched it that way? Because I was told because it was incredibly the, the bleak. Film. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know what? It's, it is incredibly I think, bleak. I think and horrible. It, in the mood I'm in, I think I might just put airplane on again. <laughs> well, you know, when I was packed off to boarding school at a very young age. They uh, showed us Threads. Jesus. Oh, Threads. I watched, do you know, I, about, I might have tweeted it, about three years ago, I thought, I can watch it now. I'm not 14 anymore. Oh, I can probably cope with it psychologically. So I, it's, all, it's on YouTube. You can watch it. Oh, shit. Oh, it's just the most depressing film. You, you know it's bad when you watch The Day After Tomorrow, which is the American version of it, and you think, well, it looks alright. I was just going to say that was the one with uh, Jason Robarts, and that was the interesting thing is that they both came out at the same sort of time. They're actually very different stories, but the fact that they were both on, and I remember even at the time, seeing the, the day after. Um, was it was it called the day after tomorrow? Are you sure you're not confusing it with? The day after. Maybe it's just called the day yeah, after. Yeah, I think it might be just the day after. The it's got Steve think... Gutenberg in, and he, I think he gets vaporised, possibly, or dies of radiation. I only remember Jason Robots. Um, and but, even that is but incredibly it seemed, more cheerful yeah, it actually than everything that happens in. Almost like a sort of, um, you know, Saturday afternoon kind of movie. Um, like a John Hughes comedy after Threads. Yeah, not quite, but but Threads was just um, <laughs> wow. There yeah. was something real. Something so bleak about it, God. Well, it's just yes, that is the scariest, most depressing film. I, I quite agree. And the road doesn't doesn't quite enter. And I would say actually the Witchfinder General had that same sort of vibe. You know, I found that kind of yeah. bleak and depressing in a sort yeah. of English way that yeah, just I, uh, got to me. Even though I'm a fan of that sort of film and rural horror and daylight horror, whatever you want to call it, I find mm. I find the Witchfinder General a deeply deeply unpleasant film because it seems to just revel in violence against women uh, I, yeah i, I can't uh, yeah. overlook that i mean it's got some great set pieces but oh no there's, there's something well it's really definitely effective but it's kind of voyeuristic isn't it uh, yeah i, I found it yeah. disturbing in that, yeah. like the violence against women is sexualized in the way that the stuff against men isn't anyway no. Um, we'll if you want to watch a film that's like that but much better, and you've probably seen it, I'm sure, uh, is Blood on Satan's Claw. Have you seen that? That's... No, I haven't seen oh. that. i tell you what I watched that I hadn't seen that was brilliant, and I had no idea how brilliant it was going to be. It was Night of the Demon. I'd, just, I'd never seen it before, and it's awesome. I really enjoyed it. 
The uh, anyway. I, I can't remember the name of the actor that plays Carswell in it, but he is just great. Yes, really good film. There's a lot of differences to the obviously to the James story, but um, yeah, it stands up. Well, they wanted to leave it ambiguous, the filmmakers, that whether it was just complete hallucination or whether a demon actually appeared and ripped people to pieces, and they made them put a demon in and, and actually yes, ripped people right. to pieces. Because in the James story, it is it, it is ambiguous as to whether somebody has been suggested to yeah, suggestion. But also, of course, there isn't the love interest because there's no women in M.L. James stories. <laughs> Funny, these we, old we will these English academics have, they just seem to never have any <laughs> female characters. I mean, Tolkien, well known for his female characters. Yeah. <laughs> to be so, fair, Lovecraft wasn't particularly renowned for his strong female characters. No, but if, if Love... ones that were strong female characters have been possessed by the spirit of a hundred-year-old sorcerer. <laughs> yeah, that is, that is a really creepy story. Um, the thing with Lovecraft, of course, is that if he'd had his choice, he would have been an English scholar. <laughs> yes. That's right. Yeah, so, that's so anyway, so you, yes. you've completely so, you've cocked that up. Was the you've cocked up shooting the duck. Now. You've missed the duck. You've thrown away the elephant gun. No, I, I, I fired a warning shot. You can't retrospectively announce that it was a warning shot just because you missed. I thought we saw a whole. I, I thought you hit him. No, he hit the um, box that he was hiding behind. There was like a metal box on a stick. I came down and told you I'd shot the duck and it had been immediately replaced by a, an almost identical duck, I believe. <laughs> That's right, of course. That is a very you kind of explanation. <laughs> it was obviously such a strong e explanation that Tim had hallucinated the flying feathers as well. Uh, have you got your karma oh, card, by the way, Nick? I have got my karma card. Slightly. I don't know if Tim. I've got mine. Yes. Yeah, great. Right then. Yeah. Um, may have to move soon, but uh, I will be with you. I'll just carry you downstairs. Okay. <laughs> just so right. you know. Uh, it's going to be quite intimate. So. Um, <laughs> One under each arm. We've only been doing this half an hour. I'm sure we'll get started eventually. Excellent. I say I'm sure. I'm actually I'm not. I'm not sure at all. It's just that sort of a, of a day. I'm, I'm knackered. I've, <laughs> I've dealt with the most ridiculous commute for the last since this weather started. I mean, trees down and floods. It's, it's all gone a bit biblical out there. And you've got wine, you bastard. Oh, I've only got Coca-Cola. It's merely Ribena. This is a Merlot mm. Ribena, eh? <laughs> okay then, so um, you know that uh, John Bull is upstairs in his room, presumably about to come down and uh, help out. Uh, Lady Parkhurst is going to um, dash round and uh, get something out of the parlour, uh, which she's obviously just remembered. So we believe uh, what we're about to be. Assaulted by a group of ducks. It <laughs> depends how you mean it. Um, you'd seen some sort of head, as if they were possibly trying to surround the building or something, but they were looking a little bit uncertain. Uh, I suppose you might guess that it's because you know your house has just appeared there, so <laughs> it's going to look a little <laughs> incongruous. Yes. That may be what slowed them down. But quite clearly, these have appeared. You know, from somewhere very quickly. So you you might surmise there are potential reinforcements. Uh, don't know if you're up for a siege or a SWAT team action or what. 
what do you think, George? Uh, Mr. Manvers. Sir George. Sir George. Just sir. Um, yes, let's dispense with the formalities. <laughs> Just call me <laughs> sir. Um, well, first of all, the houses that, sur that are surrounding us, yeah. um, are they of a they are of a style that is totally unfamiliar? Well, it's not totally unfamiliar. It's certainly not terribly home counties. Uh, they all seem to be one story. <coughs> Excuse me. Mm. Very open, sort of Spanish-style architecture. Right. Uh, but a little, I... a little peculiar. But yes, they—they're not. Um, they're certainly are not they... Richmond. Are they made of wood or are they made of brick? Uh, there is some brick in evidence, but you think that most of the building structure is wood. Right. And are there? We must of... be somewhere in Asia. I'm thinking. Somewhere in Tibet. Mm, looks more kind of Mediterranean influence. The Azores. I'm sorry. You broke up. The Azores. Staff Sergeant Smethers swore blind he'd once seen a giant duck in the Azores. He said he killed it and ate it. Was it armed? No, it was winged. <laughs> he winged it. I'll say it was armed. He killed it. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and, <laughs> and looking at... And Maybe you could negotiate with him, sir, being a member of the nobility and all. Yeah, I don't... Though I find I'm more of a pragmatic down-to-earth chap. Perhaps I should do the speaking, if you get my meaning. Yeah, well, yeah. Chaps like me, you see, we've been around a bit, sir. Uh, quite. Tanar, uh... say no more. Nudge, nudge. <laughs> Is your duck a goer? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a kind of lizard. <laughs> Well, we'll monitor the situation then. Sorry. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Thank you. <laughs> um, no, I'm not sure this is a situation where the big knobs can help. It seems that uh, when you're under siege by a load of armed, vicious ducks, it becomes a bit of an equaliser, does it not? I'm not familiar with that expression, Sir George. <laughs> no, ah, oh, it's a... <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's an family tradition. <laughs> <clears throat> so, what do you suggest we do? Do we talk or do we barricade ourselves well, in the cellar, well, as I said? How good are these explosive things you got? I don't know. How about we chuck a couple and see what happens? I'm going for that. Right. I think I'll we'll... take one. What do I do? Just tell me oh. what to do. You uh, light the um, uh, the uh, taper on the top and lob it at your enemy. When he says it's got a taper on the top, there no animals were harmed. <laughs> well, we both think <laughs> Just got a picture of this thing just looking up sadly as you set fire to it. it. I'm, well, no, no, no. I'm so his sorry. His tail's sticking up. He's, he's looking out of the bottle, sadly. <laughs> okay. You fed him a lot of paraffin. <laughs> Light the tail. Oh dear, you wouldn't want the rear end of that near you then if it's been... <laughs> I, had a, I had a travel book to Alaska once um, which had an Alaskan um, chocolate sauce recipe which was essentially half a dozen blocks of chocolate and an equal quantity of paraffin wax. <laughs> Hershey's. <laughs> that would keep you regular. Oh yeah. 
possibly kill you. Um, uh, Alright, you... I'll um, light the tape here. Yep. Now you've got two sorts of uh, thing. I think you created a yeah. sort of smoke grenade and an explosive one, you think. So how, yeah. how many of each did you got? Uh, uh, we have several, is what I have written down here. <laughs> I thought we had five total, okay. but I didn't write it down. That's just, uh, just in just my roll brain. Just if you would, one of you. Yeah, I'll let Tim do that. Uh, five. He made them. Five. Okay, in that five of each. Uh, no, in that case, you can decide how many of the five are one, how many the other. Uh, uh, I think um, one smoke, four fire. Okay. I'll take a fire uh, fire grenade yeah. then, if that's what you don't mind me calling him. No, no, go ahead. We call him that after a uh, Captain Grenade of the old. Oh, I can't be bothered. <laughs> um, I'll just like this. Uh, Do we actually want to test one? We're right, I, you are currently somewhere near the wine cellar, aren't you? So that's basically yeah. that's yes, basically are, dead centre of the building. The wine cellar, um, so if you were going to set fire to one of these things in here. You've got the furthest distance to go to get it outside, which I'm oh, presuming no. is. I mean, so you might want to actually go and see where anything is before lighting the fuse. Yeah. Yes. Just sorry, a, I, just I, I, I was assuming we were going to go up to the to the window where Daniel took a pot shot. Uh, you can do. Of course, they know that he shot out of there, so I don't know if that's tactically sound. But yes, you can do that. Oh, or there's the point. there's the front yeah. porch, which is next to that window. In fact. Uh, or the well, we do want a high test, though, don't we? The uh, lab is a is a sort of glass building, of course. There's uh, a few options. You've got windows more or less around the place. I think, uh, in second thoughts, maybe we should formulate some sort of plan before we just ran might have to one of might have to do something quickly because this is uh, minutes are passing. Okay. Um, we get up the stairs, and then if they trespass, sir, we'll throw grenades down the stairs till they're dead, sir. Yeah, but what if there's lots of replacements and uh, they just keep, you know, pulling out the dead ones and replacing them with another one? Do we want to try and get out of the house, or should we just try and? It strikes me, sir. The house is our only ticket back to Richmond, though. So. Very true. Very true. Very true. I don't really want to remain in Duck Valley for the rest of my life. I will just remind you of one thing, which is the current state of water and food in the house. Yes. Well, no one ever complained about a bit of roast duck, sir. Ah. Um. <clears throat> Drink the blood, sir. We did it in the um, the Afrikaans. You drank the blood of Afrikaans. It's a bit gritty, but you did. Uh, no, we did it in the Afrikaans. It was uh, Colonel Smethers we drank the blood of. My my brother delivers yachts. He was. Uh, my God, that's a, a, a skilled example of midwifery, isn't it? <laughs> push, push. We're at the mast. On his open sea survival thing, they were told that. Uh, the best thing to do is to find turtles and drink the blood of turtles. But you have to cut the head off and drink the blood immediately because apparently otherwise the blood oxidizes and is very bad for you. So you have to Yes, it's, poss it's possible to get horribly ill from eating turtle. Mm. Mm. 
You also don't want it's to not eat too terribly much. terribly good for the tortoise once you've them. <laughs> I, I hope they piss the tortoise. Otherwise, they can remain conscious for quite some time once they've been to cavities. Uh, Horribly. I think the idea was that if it's if if, if it's the turtle or you. <laughs> yeah. Well, that brings a whole new horrifying concept to a turtle head. <laughs> Drink from the it's a Millennium Falcon in the background, I see, as oh, well as is. a TARDIS, Tim. Yes, it is, and a remote-controlled robot. My daughter found all my old Star Wars figures, pulled them out, and uh, yeah, so that's my box with my Millennium Falcon. Oh, jealous. Uh, do you know, this is, it's many years ago, but I'm still upset. My brother and I both got an X-Wing for yeah. Christmas. But mine only had battle damage stickers. There were no normal stickers. That was all it had in the in the box. Well, I never had an X-wing. No, I didn't either. No. I've got a snow speeder. Well, you were luckier than me. <laughs> we had a speeder bike, but immediately lost because it, it. You had a thing where you pressed a button, it Bits flew off, up, yeah. and we immediately lost all the bits. <laughs> <laughs> we had an AT-AT. <gasps> oh, Me and Martin had to build one out of cardboard. Although, the great thing about building... Of course you made your own entertainment in well, those days. I mean, the, the great thing about building them out of cardboard, though, was that we could then do a spectacular fire-based destroying of the whole thing. We made sure that the figures were clear, of course. But, yeah, that was, that was really good, actually. It had uh, sort of Q-tips for guns. You could get a Death Star, couldn't you? A bit of Death yes, it was Star. Made of cardboard. It wasn't the whole thing. Yeah, well, 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 cardboard see, with a bit um, of plastic in it. Somebody, somebody's listening to this now, banging their head, going, "They were almost there. They'd almost started." <laughs> <laughs> a friend of mine. We had Slave who... One, and it came with a hand Solo oh, frozen in carbonite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted that as well. There was an American Death Star that wasn't the cardboard one, and it was absolutely huge. And a friend of mine came back from America with one. And also with the Micronauts powered vacuum city. Oh my god, really? That that's incredibly yeah. rare to find yeah. one that works. I've heard of such a thing. Yeah. Well, I think no, we may have talked about it before. It, it, I think we probably did actually. No, of course it didn't work because it was one ten. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those are rare. Yeah. yeah. No, they I mean I'm they sure. didn't really work very well even if you were in America or Japan. No, uh, they were, sure they were they notorious did. for being a bit shy. But, um, yeah. but very rare. I, I had hydrocopters and Biotron and all yes. sorts, but anyway, yeah. I love Micronauts. So these I, ducks. Um, yeah, me too. Yeah. So <laughs> these ducks. Yeah. Terribly sorry, oh. everyone. We're not doing this for the uh, audience, I can assure you. <laughs> <laughs> let's go upstairs. Yes. That's That's my plan. Let's go upstairs. I, I know you're worried about legions of ducks. Mm. But if there are legions, Sir George, I think we're in trouble anyway. I agree. So, yeah, let's, let's, maybe, maybe they'll frighten easily. Ducks frighten easily, don't they? Take a few. Yep. Yeah. The, the attempt at logically thinking through this problem is, in its own way, <laughs> Quite, quite noble and um, scary. Redundant. <laughs> right, Daniel. Yes. Aim. Carnahan, sir. Light. Lob. Uh, right, sir. 
shall I wait until I see the whites of their feathers, sir? Well, if they've got white feathers, we've already won. <laughs> Unless they're ducks, in which oh, case, good point, yes. <laughs> it makes no difference. Just choose one of the blighters and chuck a bomb at him. So where are you heading up? Uh, quite right. Where are you heading up to, then? You go upstairs. Oh, were there yeah. any, um, in the attic. Are there any windows in the attic? Is it an attic? No, nope. the staircase. Oh. No, I've been in the attic, so they're doing repair it's work. It's more of a loft, oh. really. It's very dark. Right. Please ignore um, the bag mark swag on it. <laughs> and the jangly, silvery noise. <laughs> um, there must be another window upstairs that's facing the same way. Also, is there a window to the rear of the house? Could we see if there's any ducks out of the rear of the house? Well, are we actually flying? Uh, yes, you can indeed do that, because... Uh, before we start, sir, I think we should clarify what we mean if we call out duck. Yeah. Um, yeah, I used to work with a guy called Fire, which was fun when somebody was shouting his name in a bowling alley. <laughs> if I want you to actually duck, sir, I'll shout drop. Otherwise, I'll be indicating Clap. ducks. I'll call lower oneself. <laughs> a bit. Which is what he's doing in talking to you. I was you. born low, sir. I don't know. <laughs> lower... <laughs> A little lower what, than that. Duck. Generally speaking, duck. When, when somebody shouts duck. duck, time is of the essence in response. You don't usually get to say duck. No, duck a little lower if you could. A bit lower than that, or you, oh, you've been hit, poor fellow. Yeah. Wait, what's the Latin for duck? Maybe we should call the ducks by their by canard. Ah, canard, 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 canard. No, it's not canard, is it? Mallard. Mallard. Wellard. Yes, wellard, that's the thing. Uh, is um, well, canard is uh... anyway. Moving on, <laughs> they are canard as well. Well, I work for Cunard, you know. Um, <laughs> right, there are essentially two bedrooms with bay windows at the front. One of which doesn't have much of the bay window left. Uh, there is also that little balcony above the front door that you can step out onto. <clears throat> that, of course, faces the front. There are yeah. windows pretty much all the way around the building. If you were in the nursery, you would be looking out over the top of the lab. Right. Which is kind of like right. a conservatory stuck on the back. Alright. So can we get a bit of a panoramic? Which one do you want to go to? We'll go oh, to the nursery then. Alright. If you nip to the nursery... Um, you can see the garden, and you can't obviously see anything moving, and then you can just make out, just on the periphery, looking very, very cautious and possibly confused, there is one of these figures, and then it sort of beckons across. Another one joins it, and they go into the building, the outbuilding, that was kind of bisected when, uh, uh, when you sort of first travelled. So they're searching through there at the moment. Now, you can't see any other ducks at the back. Um, at the back of the garden, there is now a small wood that has appeared. Uh, it looks like there is a path going straight through there, which appears to come out on the other side into an open area, 
with a very, very big, low building. You can't quite make out through the trees, but it's some sort of flat top, might be an industrial sort of area. It's very different from the residential uh, area at the front of the house. Do these buildings look sort of um, bizarrely futuristic to me? Or do they look... Uh, um, they're weird. They're sort of... They're very kind of plain. They do have this odd Mediterranean look, which seems a little bit at odds. They've all got perfectly square lawns at the front. Um, not as much in the way of uh, of gardens, sort of, you know, actual worked gardens, but kind of plain. Uh, there aren't fences between them either. They've all got one of these metal boxes on a stick in front, and they've all got a paved strip leading up to a very large... Um, might even be a metal door, might be painted metal, could be wooden square section at the front of the buildings. And they're all virtually not identical, but like just variations on a pattern. If you look down the road, every every few houses, they start to repeat. It's as if there are three or four variations. I've been around the colonies. On a horse with no name. Yeah. Does it look like uh, do they look like buildings I would have seen in America? Did you go to Mexico? Well, I was in California. Southernish California. Possibly, then. There are similarities. However, the climate certainly doesn't feel Californian. Ah, ah, okay. Right. Cold? It's no, it's not cold. It's just it's it feels a bit English, really. Whereas you know when you were in California, it seemed um, California. much more clement. Hmm. Okay. Well, so there were two ducks rooting around in the shed. That shed's not attached to our house, though, is it? Well, it's a separate building. It was down the garden. The back half yeah. of it is missing, presumably still back in yeah. Richmond. So they've gone from sight, but it's there is no connecting walkway or anything yeah. to the house. Yeah, you have to go across the garden had, to get into it. Had we looked in the shed yep. to see what was in there, so we know what 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 can we remember? Can I remember what was in there? I can't. Um, a lot the of the there. stuff that you were hoping to find wasn't there because it was at the other yeah. end, which were things like the bigger version of um, oh, yeah. Sir William's uh, invention. That was at the other end of it. Yeah. Uh, I think there were a couple of bicycles in there. I can't remember now uh, whether they were in there or in the lab. There are some bicycles, and there were a few general tools. Sort of gardening tools more than anything, wasn't it? Yeah, it's it's not quite uh, an auxiliary lab. It's very, it's a bit more. You know, he got the thing in there to make a big entrance, and also because if he'd got this big machine in his lab, it would have just been in the way. So we sort of know, if they were looking for something to use offensively, we'd have a, an idea of what... I don't okay. think they're likely to find anything offensive. It's more likely okay. that they've seen this building and are checking it out because they don't want to just have their backs to it. You know, They might think you're in there. So Perhaps we should try and capture one alive. That's Yes, that's a very good idea, Daniel. I know some uh, interrogation skills. He'll soon quack... Sorry. I was waiting. I was waiting for the quack joke. 
Just say no to quack. <laughs> we have, we have done on. all the duck jokes possible. Many, many times. I haven't sent a bill yet to anyone. <laughs> right, come on. <laughs> now, I, I um, like that you maintain, you know, a dogged sort of, I'm going to go ahead with duck jokes anyway. I admire, <laughs> I admire your pluck. Now move on. Uh, <laughs> we've done down. We did down we've, we've last week, didn't we? We've, we've done them years yeah. ago. That's for the sake of argument say we've done them all. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> there is a chorus of, get on with it! <laughs> um, <clears throat> so, Daniel, yeah. how, how do you propose catching one of these blighters? Don't know, sir, if I'm honest. I'm just going to throw this bomb and see what happens. That's you catching one of them, is it? Let's take him alive, I'll use this bomb. <laughs> I uh, I hadn't really thought it through. Um, in in was uh, Sir William a keen lepidopterist? Uh, no, he was. Has he got a big net? Uh, may... A duck-sized <laughs> net. He may possibly <laughs> a massive. Duck he may possibly have some sort of a net around the place, but when I say around it, I don't mean like around the whole house. I mean. Somewhere in the house, there may be in it, but Caught the whole house. But no, it's not. It's not going to be that big. What kind of bloody butterflies, and moths, and things do you think he's likely to have been catching? That are hu basically human. Well, I can't size. need to throw this bomb, sir. And I lit this tape here some time ago. Ah, <laughs> oh, good point. It, it's there in the bottle, going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I, I'm going to test one of your bombs out, sir. See how it goes. We can always, I can always. Can I make another one? Uh, you'll have a limited number because you've got, you're using up chemicals, and more importantly, you're right. using up the empty bottles. So, is this all the bombs we're going to have in the immediate future? Yes, because it takes a while to, right. to do them. But you could probably scram some more stuff around given time. Okay. Do you think it's worth testing one, and then only having three fire bombs left? Well, I don't think ducks are renowned for their courage, sir. I, I think I could square them, square Duck them, courage. square them, <laughs> scare them off. With, but then what? With a with a well thrown explosive. Well, then, presumably yeah, it's only a matter of time before this house moves on again. If we can just uh, yes, good point. If we can Fire. just defend the old uh, the honour of uh, Miss Lettuce for that long. Oh, yes. I've no idea where she is, by the way, so I couldn't care less. As long as we're all right. <laughs> um, sorry, Amelia, I didn't mean that. If you're listening. If she's listening. The opinions of my character are not necessarily the opinion of uh, my good they self. Are, they are. Sorry, I didn't mean to be quite so erotic when I explained that. <laughs> is that. Is that what you think? Is that honestly how that seemed to you? That seemed erotic? Yeah, yeah, is that not? Okay. Is that not erotic? Uh, I mean... Uh, well... Okay. Can we maybe... Move on. <laughs> as quickly as possible. Why does everyone do this whenever I... Anyway, About how erotic on. you're being, I can't imagine. <laughs> um, yeah, I am going to... You see what happens when Amelia isn't here? This, this group falls apart. 
barely together when she's here. Um, <laughs> I will. Uh, can we see any evidence of ducks? They were in and around the shed. Two of they? them have gone into mm. that that outbuilding, that shed. Now, obviously, time is passing while you're nattering and discussing what to do. So presumably they'll be coming well, back out really at some point. I don't really want to damage the structure because that seems to come it's with been, us. It's and... been cut in half. Don't forget. But if we don't end up back in Richmond soon, we are going to run out of food and water. So yeah. I would quite like oh, okay. to get a duck. Can you remember how long it took yeah. before you moved on last time? It was a few hours, was it? Yeah. Plus you got time in transit then as well, before you land somewhere else. So we definitely need to bag us a duck, mm -hmm. sir. I know how to gut him. Yeah. Well. I know how to pluck him. <laughs> and when they this could met, be the start of a beautiful friendship. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, is there? I'd like to look around, and let's. I'd like to look around in the workshop to see if there's anything that... Oh no, it's home. You're, you're going... Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> it's wrong. It's mesmocrystal. Uh, it's called Sorry. a mesmocrystal, isn't it? That's very superheroic. I like that. <laughs> it is now. Um, yeah, I'll unleash the power of my mesmocrystal. Um, you're going down to the workshop, are Not you? much rhymes with crystal. Yes, it does. Oh yeah, pistol. <laughs> For one. Anyway. Yeah, um, uh, you know, we're looking at the workshop from our vantage point. Yeah, is there anything in there that we could use to catch a duck? You can't tell from up here. Is there any? Is there any long bits of rope? Uh, what How in the nursery? Um, oh no, 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 no! I wanted to go down and look in the and look in the. You're workshop. actually going down to the workshop, what? right? Okay. Uh, so Sir George is heading off, actually going down into the workshop. Uh, Sir George, are we, are, uh, we losing the advantage of night, are there we? There are some Sorry? cables that could probably work as rope in there. Would they work as the lasso? Are there Do any you have any here? relevant skills that you could persuade me would enable you to have uh, the ability to lasso something other than just lobbing a loop? Because actually, you might find that the cable works better in that way because it'll keep a, a a stiffer sort of circle. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, science stealth. <laughs> I've got a stealth of two. Well, I think it's a brilliant plan, and so do you. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to maintain <clears throat> stealth mode during this uh, this sojourn downstairs. So you're, you're downstairs as well. Okay. Uh, Maybe we. I don't want to split the party, one. considering our party is two. Maybe we could attract a duck into the house and just sort of, you know, trap it. Do you have a swanny with? <laughs> <laughs> no, that would that would attract a that would attract a clanger, Wait. wouldn't it? If you were to use a swanny whistle. <laughs> you say that though. Sir George does go. Uh, I've heard that about him. Oh. Would I? Is there any chance that I've got my duck call on my person? Do you have a uh, sort of fudge points that you might have earned with karma? I have, so I am going to say that he. Can I do it for on on Sir George's behalf? No, I don't think so. No, I'm going to be I'm going to be reasonably firm on that. Sorry. Okay. 
Okay, in that well, case, I happen I to wear. No, I do. No, I've got a, I've got a fantastic idea. Everyone knows what a duck sounds like. So why don't we quack at them? Attract them in. Go on then. Quack. <laughs> you, you want us to <clears throat> quack, sir? Loudly quack. Yeah. At, quack, at quack. Like, like that, sir. Yeah, like a, an attractive. <laughs> Female. Quack attractively. Oh, this is getting better. Quack. Hello, ducky. <laughs> well, um, Nick seems to have mastered doing a Jimmy Stewart impression in the manner of a duck. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Bedford Falls Way. Quack, quack. There, uh, you can hear some sounds from the front of the building. Uh-huh. Of approaching ducks? Well, I don't know. What does an approaching duck sound like? You can hear some sounds. Flap, flap, flap. Like of flappy feet, like Gollum approaching. You can't hear flapping noises, no. <laughs> but it, it certainly sounds like there are perhaps one or two figures out by the door. Shall I throw a bomb, sir? Is there a window near us that we can look out? Uh, what, to look out the front? You could go into the parlour or the dining yeah. room and they've got bay windows, which means that you can look actually right. across. You'll be visible to anybody standing there, but you can do it. And of course I there can't... are um, glass panels frosted, but there are glass panels in the front door. There's no way I can peek out of the window and see if there are ducks out there without them. Yes, you try to look out the window stealthily. Yep. You see, I, I am uh, I'm stealthier than not that it makes any difference. Oh well, Daniel, no, absolutely. I, I, sir, been great size twelves all over the place. Leave uh, it to me, sir. I've been in this sort of situation before. Good lord, really? Not with ducks, sir. Obviously. Ah, um, right. more hens. Very similar, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will stealthily creep ninjering. Uh, do you want to go to the parlour because that's closer to where you are, or around to the uh, drawing room? The parlour, I think, has a broken window. I can't remember. Uh, that's all right. I can throw a bomb out there. Have I got a lighting device at all? Have we got matches, any matches? Yeah. You would almost okay, almost I'll take certainly some have some matches on you anyway. Okay. Because it's, it's that's 1893. Fine. Um, Some girl got fossy jaw, so you could carry those matches. Quite right, too. That again, that is not the opinions of of me. Oh, there was a horrible fire, as I recall, in a match factory in America. Anyway, what, um, no, around about the time we are playing the game. Oh God, there were loads. Yes, yeah, it's it horrendously dangerous. Mm-hmm. Anyway. If I'm Fozzy Jaw or Fozzy Bear, I am going Very to. <laughs> I am going to peek out, stealth into the uh, the parlour, right, and see if I can spot myself uh, a duck. Right then. Now this is going to be opposed because there's a chance that the duck, with its very highly advanced avian senses, um, so you are basically. Um, I'm going to have your 
they're going to be sort of passive because they're, the they're not actively looking this way. Yeah. So you're actually attacking with your stealth, which is five. And they have, according to what I've got written on the back of this sheet, you're up against a three. Hooray! Which means you just need nine or less. This should be so simple. Chicken feed. Nine. Well done. Um, you'll admit you weren't quite as ninja-like as you hoped, but you pretty certainly didn't see you. There are indeed two of these figures. They're quite short. Um, they they really are a bit weird to look at. Being sort of halfway between ducks and people, and they are currently looking at uh, at the door and sort of reaching out, you can't quite see the door itself, you can see them on the step in front of the door reaching out, so they're either putting something there, or possibly they're about to try the door, see if it's locked uh, both of them seem to be armed and they're carrying some equipment pouches, so they look more like uh, armed soldiers. the bills so they're wearing clothes oh yeah, uniforms, yeah do they have hands? well, certainly they one of them, if you recall, was gripping a rifle and shot at uh, some do what they? Are... Sorry, go on. I'm wondering about whether to bomb them or go back and report to. Uh, well, you, uh, a lot of times passing. I don't need no big knob telling me what to do. I'm going to um, throw a bomb. So you're going to open the parlour window, the side one, and I thought there was a broken there window. There is at the front. Can I stealth to the front and just uh, because it'll make if it you're easier? Just going to sort of lean out and do, um, yeah, it's... Yeah, kind of half and half. Yeah, all right. You can you can probably do that. Yeah. Right, and I'll light my fuse. Right. Now the problem, of course, you have is this. This is a glass bottle, and you're lighting a fuse, so you've got to sort of time it right. Otherwise, you'll throw it, and it'll just break. <laughs> so um, you're going to have to be very careful about this. There is therefore a chance that it. Oh, sorry, am I boring you? Uh, a, no, no, I'm just <laughs> There is a chance it could possibly explode in your hands, but quite frankly, you'd have to roll something like double six for that to happen. Oh, really? Almost impossible. So, do you have a relevant? I do have a fudge point spare. Do you have a relevant throwing uh, skill? Marksman. Yep, yep, that's fine. You've got a difficulty of two from where you are to get it to land on the porch, or alternatively, you could try and actually hit one of the ducks. Uh, I want to scare them away more than kill them. So killing them would be nice. But I, I really want it to land in front so they don't try and open the door. So I'll just do that. Okay. So four against two. I need a nine or yes, less. Indeed, yeah. See, two very easy. <laughs> I haven't rolled a twelve, but I have rolled a ten. Aha! Right. The bottle doesn't break. I only need one more ten for house, you've, if that's any help. <laughs> you've missed the porch. Oh, hang on. I'm going to use my point and re-roll that. Can I, please? You can if you like. Of course, you've still got a chance then you could roll the twelve, but yeah. I imagine that my, the throw I was about to make was not as good as I, it could have been, so I will You're not the midnighter. You don't have a computer in your brain that sees all the eventualities in a fight. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hang on. One's fallen off, but the first dice is a five, so that's a good start. Roll the other one. Oh, for fuck's sake. 
Well, it's also a it's five, also a five. So I've rolled exactly. The oh, same. good. Well, I'm, I'm glad you got your money's worth out of that point. So, but I, if you cast your mind back to the beginning of the conversation, house, because I rolled another <laughs> ten. Uh, which gives me another point. I don't suppose I can immediately use that to re-roll. I'm very generous, so I, I, I'm quite happy to let you burn yet another one. You want me to roll this 12 again? Um, You're I'm using the one it. Who keeps, keeps... Oh, for fuck's sake! What have you rolled? 11. <laughs> oh. Wow. You do know that the average <laughs> ten, roll is 7 ten, on 2 dice, do God, I mean, are you sure you're, oh are you sure you're not rolling 3d6? <laughs> okay, so you've just burnt up uh, a couple of punch points in incredibly quick time. And still, I was, got a worse roll than I As I, I was saying before you interrupted me, um, you just missed the porch, so it lands behind them, basically, on the gravel drive, and doesn't break. It's quite loud, of course, you know, it's a sort of loud hitting the stones. You see the two figures turn around, and there's a kind of a comical beak open and what are you doing immediately now ducking behind the uh, the down below the bay window is it a bay window right to the floor no no, no. Uh, it's a, it's no about... so I'll drop down below yeah, the wall it's a uh, brick sort of halfway up I'm not doing a Dr. Crowder <laughs> and pull it, so, pull it sooner or later you'll be doing a Dr. Crowder it's not just him it's you <laughs> <laughs> you've, you've, your you. characters have got sort of not exactly suicidal tendencies, but more homicidal. Except Idiotic you turn out to be the target. It's like you don't—you don't, you don't <laughs> know that you're you're about to kill yourself. You duck down. Thanks. I hope. And there is a very loud, whooshing sort of explosion and the sound of breaking glass. Oh, that's Cover that's my a head, double. The uh, side window next to you does indeed shatter completely and come in. There's a bright flash of, of yellowish orange light, uh, a sort of quacking, screaming sound. Let's see how R two D two. Okay, uh, you can hear a lot of commotion outside. There was no point in me burning all that. Oh, never mind. Um, Okay, I will stealth back to the to the, the to Sir George. Right. How how are you progressing, Daniel? How goes the how goes the uh, There were a couple of quackers trying to get. I'm calling them quackers now. It'd be cool, a bit like walkers in Walking Dead. Um, uh, a couple of quackers at the front door, sir. But I've scared them off. Oh, good work. Your uh, bomb works. Bomb works. Exactly, you, you can yes. hear a loud rattling of the front door. From the explosion. That's the after only, effects of the explosion. Only if the explosion is, yeah. is using the door handle and trying desperately to get in. Yeah. <laughs> there must have been more than a couple out there, Daniel. Quite right, sir. Mm. Well, good effort. Um, I admire this we... book, sir. Yes. Oh, is it that time of year? <laughs> Wabbit season. <laughs> Wabbit season. <laughs> <laughs> Duck season! Rabbit season! <laughs> Watched that just the other day. Um, that's a good one. That's a good one. Is the door locked or unlocked? The front door, it's locked. Yeah, locked. Is the key in the door? Uh, it could well be. You'd have to go in the hall and have a look. Yep. 
you will of course then be visible if anybody's looking in because it's light enough inside that they'll see shapes moving. Oh, is it? Yeah, there are glass panels thinking... in the door. You can, as you, if you. I was thinking, Dan. I was thinking. I'll stand behind the door. Yeah. Unlock the door. Open the door. You grab a duck. I close the door. Right, I think he's walked away. So we may the duck or duck? Um, well, Nick, I think he may have missed that uh, that bit oh. of the plan because I'm looking at an empty chair now. Oh, I'm not. I can see Nick. Oh, there. really? What? Yes. No. I th I th oh, having said that, I think. You yeah, I, I think possibly you're seeing some sort of time distortion. Um, if you, you were if you uh, were to it, poke I... your head into the hall and look at the door. Uh, you can probably yeah. make out that, yeah, it's got, let's say you can see the key from here, or the, the latch, something certainly. Uh, through the frosted glass, you can also see two figures, quite dark, uh, silhouetted, against a lot of flames. And if you were a military man, uh, or possibly anybody with any sense of uh, perspective and um, how physics worked, you'd suggest that probably Earwig lobbed the thing behind them and they now can't get away from the door, as opposed to scaring them off from the door. And there appears to be a very large flame component involved in these bombs. Ah, you see, uh, Daniel obviously judged that just perfectly to try and trap the two ducks against the door so that we can drag them in and question them. Sterling fellow, I'd have him as a Batman. Well, would that make you the boy wonder then, or you in it for the times? I should have said Batman, really, shouldn't I? Is it bat or back? Bat. It is bat. It's bat. Yeah. Ah, hello again, Nick. Um, Tim was just saying that he thinks you should be Batman. <laughs> I'm Batman. Not that kind of Batman. As it happens, no. <laughs> Uh, Daniel, your plan has worked perfectly. Super. Yep, you have successfully trapped them against the door by just <laughs> lobbing the, the grenade behind them. And so there they are. I suggest we open the door. The, the tap here doesn't seem to survive the explosion. That's oh. exactly what I plan to do. Thank you, George. Sir George Matheson. Um, George Matheson? <laughs> Mathers. Mathers. What am I thinking of? The guy in the wild geese. Are uh, you thinking Richard Matheson? Richard Matheson? No, I, yes, I've, do you know, I've never read... Sorry, I was, <laughs> let's not uh, go down that route. Um, <laughs> let's go to the front door. Yeah, I was thinking, I'll stand behind the door, unlock yep. it, open it, you grab him, or as many as you can, pull him in. Grab the duck, sir. There's a hell of a noise Kneel from the front door. or whatever. Rattling at the door, hell of a noise. whacking... A lot of noise from from the ducks. I've got this uh, jammy, sir. Let's let's go and uh, do some ducks in. Yeah, right. Okay, I'll stand behind the door. Unlock it. Right. Open the Where, door. Where's uh, Earwig standing? Earwig standing slightly off to one side. Okay. So the first one that comes through is getting a jammy to the back of the head. Right. Oh yes. Just just sort of you know render him safe. They have got guns, uh, sir. Uh, yeah. I'm prepared yeah, no, don't, don't, don't. to leap out of the way. If if yeah, I don't. if the first thing I see is the business end of a rifle, I'm going to leap out of the way immediately. What you see in or, the split or. second as Sir George unlocks and starts to pull the door open is not the business end of the rifle, but the butt end being swung towards the glass 
as they'd obviously decided that the only oh. way to get in was to smash through the glass. However, okay, uh, that's not a good roll. Um, I've rolled a ten as well. There might be a lot of it about. Hooray! The door flings open, and in comedy fashion, the duck that's swinging with the uh, with the rifle comes hurtling <laughs> through, completely off balance. His friend is pushing against the door, so comes in with him. The two of you are now in very close proximity with two agitated, I'll, I'll say frightened, and indeed burning ducks. <laughs> okay, also in, in comedy fashion, I'm going to grab the back of one's head, pull him down into my knee, simultaneously with my, with my right arm, um, and with my left arm, smack the jemmy as hard as I possibly can onto the back of his skull. Right, uh, what's your mind... Or do you have any, uh, do you my have mind. any like, detective skills or anything? Or... Detective? You know, any, anything... uh, no, I have brawling. No, no. I'm thinking something that would, you know, like a spotting kind of thing. You know, reasoning. Uh, sort of... I'm a very good What's actor. Your mind, then? Just your basic mind. Three. Three. Well, that's pretty good. I think that's enough to spot that they're both wearing helmets. Oh. Uh, okay. Slight change of plan. Um, I will. Um, how? What kind of helmet? It's like full, like base in it, so just top of the head, like a, a kind of a yamaka. <laughs> They're that not would be wearing yamakas. <laughs> what? What kind of? Even like the Israeli defence force don't wear armoured yamakas. <laughs> Can you just imagine that? The kind of precise shot you'd have to do to hit the damn thing. <laughs> I don't know. They've got cultures very different to our own, haven't I think they? Got a, a similar appreciation of protective clothing. Um, full face is open, so you've basically got it over the back of the head. They've got goggles, which are at the moment uh, one of them's got the goggles down, one's got them up, you know. Uh, but basically, right. you can see the face uh, from from a distance. It did look like they got weird full helmets on, but that is in fact the fact that the uniforms are a sort of orangey colour. As indeed are the bills, so it looks like the helmet is a sort of one-piece thing from a distance. It's the old bill. Um, I will instead, in that case, I will. Um, I coronary. Uh, it's fatal, I'm afraid. <laughs> oh dear. Um, I'm going to smack, use my jemmy like a spear in Do that case, and just it push is? it straight. The yeah, jemmy. Using it like a spear. Yeah, but. Well, two-handed, just push the... Because it's sharpened, isn't it? Okay. Sort of sharpened, like a chisel, um, right into its face. Okay. Right, this is going to be slightly difficult. Uh, yeah. I am quite need, good. Uh, you'll need to be going against a three. My melee weapon is six. I don't know if you want to downgrade me for sort of doing a cold shot. No, not particularly, because the face is kind of coming at you. But um, there will be, obviously, slight effects. <laughs> they are really on fire. So uh, you are about oh, to get into very, very close proximity with a burning duck. Well, that's why I'm not touching it. I'm hitting it very hard with a metal pike thing. Uh, so six against three. All I need is a ten, is a or, ten less. or less. You've got no fudge points. This should be easy. <laughs> Eight. Fantastic. Right. Um, my God, we actually get to do some damage here, don't we? Amazing. My, you gave me. Oh no, that was the elephant gun. I don't know what. Uh, 
All I need now for future reference is a two. Oh, and a ten. <laughs> oh no, if I roll a five, I've got house. Right. I'm going to say that it's about the same as a broken bottle in the, in terms of effectiveness. Um, Fair enough. But you know, a bit bit more awkward to use because one end of it's curved and so. On. So damage is going to be uh, FFI, I think. Can everyone remember uh, how that actually works? I should have looked that up again. I, I always forget. Uh, you that give effect. it an effect as well. Yeah. You like say this so, has got go. an effect of, say, against his body. So the the weapon itself has a score yeah. to affect. So um, if you would like to roll um, damage, the, so the effect of the thing, it's brawling plus one in terms of its... Oh, well that'll be seven. Right. So if you'd like to roll 2d6. Lower the better. Oh, four. Four is a column B result. Which is oh, it's a flesh wound, um, and it's let's be honest here, quite nasty. You have what you what you've really managed to do is partly gouge the, the bill, but um, you've you've hit it in the face, possibly in the eyes. Um, it's it's hurt. Let's be I honest. never said it was a nice man. No, however, do you have any kind of um, actual? Martial arts, athletics, dodging kind of abilities. I have got athlete seven. Athlete seven. Ewig is a bit of a combat monkey. Yeah, I, must I remember admit. from his elephant gun. I know procedures. it's not obvious <laughs> from the way he's been playing. What from the fact that every uh, time yeah. he pulled the trigger, he followed it by sitting down. <laughs> yes. Right. Um, I will just ninja out the way of whatever it tries right. to do. Well, what? Do your it's worst, not... you feathered prick. <laughs> I suppose, I suppose he has. Um, you, you, he's now. Let me think about a duck's penis. They're a bit weird, a aren't they? Vestigial. So anyway, uh, they do yes, have one, unlike many birds. They are, anyway, they are weird, and let's face it, the sex habits of ducks are quite frankly disturbing. Um, yes, very. <laughs> but they wouldn't be feathered. I think it is barbed and ribbed. Well, I used to watch them from my boat. You see, so. you pervert. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, so it's flash wound. He's he's hurt. He's not actually trying to do anything except he's flailing, and you've sort of gone in. So he's in a flat. Yes, he is. Uh, good try. So let's think of winged so him, sir. Go to two levels. Do you want to keep going? Well done. Uh, <laughs> is that for the joke? Yeah, yeah. I'm knocking you down a level for each joke. <laughs> two levels if they're actually funny. So you've only you've only gone down one each now. Um, no, so it's um, <laughs> you need an eleven or less to avoid this. Oh. Well, I've rolled a ten. Okay, so. um, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a mess. But the good thing is you don't let go of the uh, the jenny. You do manage to jump back out of the way as this thing drops kind of to all fours. Mm. It's, uh, it's, it's very strange hearing a duck uh, scream in agony. It's not at all a pleasant sound. The other duck has also come through. Oh, they're very similar. They're, they're both flat-footed. Um, Sir George, <laughs> thank you. Uh, Sir George, uh, what would you like to do? Because you do have the advantage that it's been caught unawares. It's on fire, isn't it? It is very much on fire. Yes, and I should point out the the smell I of burning feathers is pretty unpleasant as well. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. That is. I can bet. It's going to take ages to air yeah. this house out. 
Um, I think I better. Well, you stamp on a fire, don't you? Do you? Uh, just yes. Put it out. So is the duck lying no. down? It's stumbled forward through the door, and you're, what are you going to try and stamp on it? Well, I was I was going to try and knock it to the floor, maybe punch it in the face. All right. Um, you, do you have a brawling skill? You should do. I do. Mm-hmm. Three. Three. Uh, in that case, you need just a seven or less to successfully punch this duck in the face. Never punched a duck in the face before. And you may, I you have may some be weird about hobbies. to find out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it just struck me, really. (laughs) Seven or less. Uh, I thought you meant you actually, you know, punch ducks in the face as a hobby. (laughs) You're referring to the role-playing, aren't you? That would be the worst vet in the world, wouldn't it? I'm afraid (laughs) we're out of anaesthetic. (laughs) There you go. Consider it a pre-med. Now, obviously, he now looks more like a pug than a duck, but don't worry. (laughs) Oh, doesn't his beetle spin round around his head? (laughs) Like me, you may have seen a few Don't worry, I'll, I'm a vet. I'll take care of the bill. Yeah, License to print um, money. Uh, so you've. Um, <laughs> you've. Sorry. That's all, thanks. You've successfully <laughs> hit it. You've just missed punching it in the end of the bill, where, where you would have discovered just how tough the bill is. Um, you've punched it in the face, so if you would like to. Let me just quickly jump uh, on it. No, hang on. You're going to just roll the damage that you've caused. These ducks are lucky they met civilized Englishmen rather than some barbarian. <laughs> uh, number two. Um, what's your body? Uh, three. Then, if you would like to roll two uh, d six, please. And you've got let's see, BBKO. What have you got? Uh, Does bruise do anything? Do yeah, it causes a bruise. Or is it just... It doesn't do any harm unless well, you get more probably bruises, stun him a bit if perhaps he wasn't more concentrating on the fact he's on fire. Uh, so what have you got there, Tim? I rolled a seven. Six, a seven? So that's a column A result. Don't forget to mark these off, by the way. Uh, nope. <clears throat> so you've successfully managed to bruise a duck. But for those of you with a, with a slightly... You know, squeamish disposition. Uh, you can't tell; it doesn't show through the feathers. So uh, only he'll know that he's in some mild discomfort from being punched in the face. Po- possibly the indignation. No, not at all. The indignation he may be feeling, not to mention the confusion, sense that the world is is not a fair place. Is that not only has he been set on fire, but when he manages to leap through the door to safety, some bugger punches him in the face. <laughs> Punched by a member of the number. Although, if he had a moment to to reflect, he is at least doing a little better than his friend, who's just had a sharpened metal implement jammed in his eye. So that's the current situation. Um, If you would, (laughs) we do fight with honour. Would you both like to just roll a d6 for me? Just one d6, please. So you, you, yeah, both, both of you just roll one d6. Three. You can't mark this one off your cards because it's not a two d6. Two. Okay. However, both ducks do recover quite quickly. It's almost like they've got some training. Um, one of them, the one with the rifle, is going to attempt to shoot you. And he's it. By you. Um, the one 
good you knew. In fact, because uh, I haven't. Uh... Come on. He's at something of a disadvantage because, you know, he's not really had time to aim or anything like that. So. Can I duck? Can you ever? Oh, I see what you mean. Hang on. Be right with you. Is there a dodging thing? For, I can't remember the combat very well for Jesus, I, I was hoping somebody else would, because I meant to read up on this again, but... Uh... There is a... There is an... Uh... Oh, it's not very complicated. So it's rolled against defending skill or difficulty number of six if there's no better defense available. So since you have no better defense available, he's rolling against a six. Yeah. And he's doing it with a. I can't just go down when you come in. It's fine. Uh, so he, ne he needs. Sorry, John. Are you ready for this? Three yes. or less to successfully shoot you. Bloody hell! Is that because I'm he's very good? He's rolled a three, but unfortunately he's then rolled. He's then rolled another three. So it's a total of six. There good. is a sort of crackling sound, a blast of almost blue light. Uh, but it goes wide, and uh, there's the unmistakable sense of a singed aspidistra from behind you. You miss me, a waterproof dick. Yeah, they probably have, I suppose. Um, they do. So he he's he, he he bullets. Then. Bullets didn't seem like bullets. Ooh. It wasn't a bang. It was almost like Let's. a maybe a, an electrical discharge. We need these rifles. Let's kill them and steal their weapons. It's like a science fiction Gluantha. Uh, never has anyone described one of my games as being like a science fiction Gluantha. I, I suppose I should be really quite flattered. <laughs> okay, I avoid okay, getting... Daniel. Right, and the other, the other, no, hang on. Let's have another quack, sir. So the other, no, the, so yeah, the other, the other one is going to try and take a swing. It hasn't got its gun out, so it's going to take a swing at Sir George, and it's going to roll two sixes. So I think we can, we can oh, safely finally. say that it swings wildly, but it's just been punched in the face, so it's it's not got much of a chance. Uh, now Don't you've fall. got a chance to retaliate. So Nick, uh, what deal we got to? Uh, Earwig is attempting to beat this duck to death with his um, with his poker. Uh, could I? I don't want to invoke grappling rules because it really is a pain in the ass. But could I <laughs> wrestle the rifle off it and then turn him around and shoot yes. it? Yes, yes, of course you could. Um, That's what I would like to try and do. What skill would you be using to do that? Brawling. I think it's more of a yep. physical yep, thing. Yeah, brawling is fine. Um, as I say. He's on fire, so that might have a slight effect on you. I think it's going to bother him more than me, to be fair. Yeah, but as I say, you may actually, if things go badly, you may end up grappling with a I burning duck. I could end up on duck, fire. You know. uh, so, hunker, hunker, burning duck. The, the problem there would be the hunger would be so strong as I smell this. <laughs> as <laughs> the, as the fight progresses. Um, let's hope we don't roll over any orange plants. Um, that would be terrible. <laughs> right. right, I'll grab the rifle, spin it around, shoot him in the head. Excellent, and that just needs a roll on your part. So it's your brawling. 
Yes. And he is going Against to defend. Brawling, I suppose. Uh, and <laughs> he's defending with a two. He's not in the best of shape. Okay. Um, in that case, I need an 11 or less. Even you can do this. Oh, well, I have done it. I've ro One's fallen off, but I've rolled a three. Okay, so what's the other And one? a two. I've rolled five so in total. So you can off on your card. How are you doing? Woohoo! Uh, I'm nowhere near house, I don't think. Right. I need a three and a four, or a three, a ten, and eleven. No, nowhere near house. You have managed to take the weapon off him. Uh, you're not, you're not okay. going to be able to just instantly turn it around and shoot it, uh, as you, as you discover, enough. it's not an ordinary rifle. So, if it was something you were very familiar with, you might have a chance at a, you know, to penalty. But with this, you're going to actually have to look to see how it works. Okay, but he's not going to shoot me with it. Uh, I guess not. It's Tron saying hello. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, Sir George. Uh, yeah. Um, There's a duck swinging wildly and missing you. And in fact, I'm I'm picturing him swinging quite quickly left and right, connecting with nothing and making very Donald Duck noises. Hmm. While on fire. While on fire. They're standing up a lot. They're standing up to the. They're withstanding this fire quite. Well, the, the thing that's actually burning at the moment is mostly their uniforms. Hmm. Well, I suppose I will... I mean, is he on fire enough that if I try to push him over, am I going to get burned? Uh, if, it, if it goes a bit wrong. I mean, if, if you did that and he grabbed hold of you, then possibly... If you were yeah, to just yeah, push yeah, him, yeah, okay. then no, you'd yeah. be fine. Yeah. Yeah. So it's all entirely um, up to I you might... as to how you roll, remember. you know, I'm not to blame yeah, him anyway. Yeah. I might try and sweep his feet out from underneath him. Really? <laughs> do, do you know Botitsu or something like that? <laughs> no, but if you hum it... Dad, you know the piano's on oh, my no, foot? No. You hum it, son, I'll play it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think actually I'll just try. And, I think I'll just try and. and uh, That's good because although you've got big feet, his are probably more stable than yours. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll go for a punch. Right. I think. Okay. Uh, defending with the two again, he's sort of head down, wincing, not looking really where the punch is coming from. So this should be quite easy. So I'm looking at seven to one. Uh, brawling against a two, so whatever your brawling is. Uh, yeah, three. Oh, eight. Oh no, eight yeah. or under. He's not in very good space because you've punched him in the face. You see. So. Mm. I'm going to try and avoid the bill, though. You, you know, the real end yeah. of the bill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. Typical bloody I know you're, you're climbing out through the toilet window. <laughs> <laughs> Has anyone seen Sir George? Then he's going to the lavatory, but that was seven hours ago. <laughs> oh. <laughs> And he drank six bottles of port. <laughs> uh, I've rolled a ten. Have you? Oh dear. Yeah. Um, you completely miss with that. You swing, but he's quite a short guy, and he's sort of dropping his head down <laughs> as he desperately tries to swing at you, and you're desperately trying to connect over his head. Um, if Earwig had the option of, of standing back and looking what's going on, 
it's like two men with their eyes closed in a dark room facing the opposite direction swinging wildly at each other underwater one of them dressed in a large duck costume yeah yeah like the blind man looking for the black cat in a dark room I wonder if but I was in my full there. my full regimental dress uh, and that wouldn't help Sir George no, I might have had a sword right the uh, duck that's just lost its weapon is going to attempt to grab it back, but rolling an eight isn't going to do it. Get your hands off, you filthy poultry! Rather foul language, isn't it? I was going to follow it up with a foul joke. Well, you preceded it with one, so why not? <laughs> Come on, shake your tail feathers, get a move. <laughs> So, what would you like to do, Nick? Uh, well, I don't think I can shoot it with it, but I can certainly Possibly. attempt to beat it to death with the back end of it. Okay. Um... Uh, brains are not my strong point, but beating things to death very with much the butt is. Of a rifle. That's the British way. And that's, that's how we seduce yes. most <laughs> of the subcontinent. <laughs> so, are you actually holding the barrel and swinging and hitting it? Yeah, and what I'll, I'll use this small lever in the middle to hold my purchase. Yeah, so. I mean, that's the thing. <laughs> I'll, I'll obviously point the barrel that's at my the thing. heart. It doesn't actually have a small lever in the middle. That's what's causing you the difficulty when you okay. came to fire it. Am I still holding my um, jemmy, or did I drop that to grab the rifle? I don't believe you dropped it. You wouldn't have needed to. I just, I'm a bit worried this thing will go off in my hands. As I said to the lady master the other day, um, and so I'll throw the I'll throw it behind me. Actually, that might cause problems in itself. Oh yes, the German marksman. Um, <laughs> oh, I thought that was Herr Rogers' horse. Uh, I'll just beat it there through the butt of this okay. rifle. Once it's once his brains are leaking out on the All floor, then I'll sort of not roll a twelve. So. Um... Basically, you're uh, brawling then against its or melee weapon. Or melee but weapon, yeah. If you got that, anyway. um, it's now defending with the three as it's slightly more back together. So uh, ten or less. I need a ten or less. Nice, easy stuff. You're easily outmatching these guys. Six. I am kicking some some ducky ass tonight. Yeah. Six. Right. Um, you whack it over the head with a rifle, which is going to just act as a club. So. Um... Let's say that would be uh, body plus one. Seven. Right. If you'd roll 2d6 for me. He's a big man, but he's out of shape. He'll be out of shape for you Two! Wow. And that... Does that count? Does that roll count as a two on my yeah, um, yeah. house? That two. is a KO, KO stroke K result. Which means... Oh dear. Well, it's knockout, isn't it? Suck it, ducky! Uh, that means that I just have to quickly double-check what happens when they're both on the uh, options. No, that's not what I'm looking I at. I forget. Uh, oh, no, there I, is a I, way I that we move well. from one to the other. Location. Damage. Damage, damage, damage. Um, 
Interpret damage. Yes, 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 yes. No, that's... Oh, for Christ's sake. Why can I ever remember these things? I'm uh, phenomenally bad at remembering rules. That's why I'm actually just putting together my rules set based on fudge, because I could then possibly remember them if I've, you know, chosen them myself. I downloaded that today, actually. All right. Uh, yeah, because not KO is obviously a knockout, but the stroke K, which is a kill, I'm not sure if that requires a second uh, There is. A, it, there's a way of it turning into it. Oh, I'll have a look. Yeah, if we can't just see it, I'll just tell you can knock. You can knock. Either him out. way, That's... he's out of the fight. I yeah, suppose. We'll, we'll, I'll, I'll, take I'll look at that one. He's uh, knocked out. Well, he's down anyway. We'll work out in a minute if he's actually dead. Um, Sir George? Well. Not really. Sir George, what's happening with you and... Well, I was going to say your opponent, mm. but he's only really your opponent because you're both in the same room. <laughs> uh, has he had another go at me? Or is it my, it's my turn again to have a go at him, is it? Uh, yes, had he? Oh, no, he, right, oh. hang on. He was... Um, that's right, he hadn't had a go at you. Uh, no. Nine, he's missed. Um, now he can have another <clears> go at him. <laughs> Excellent. In that case, I'll have another diddly whop at him. A diddly whop? Well, that's not going to be rules, is it? <laughs> I do like how you're over no, there going, come on then, fuck, fuck. <laughs> Meanwhile, the other one's getting beaten to death with the butt of a rifle. <laughs> no, I might be going thock, thock, but it's not hitting him because I've rolled a right. <laughs> you're, you're just try, saying You're trying to sock. say sock. Uh, yeah, that, that's that's a miss, I'm afraid. You've probably just you keep skittering off his helmet, so to speak. You roll, you roll again, John. And if the result, uh, where have you found this? Is of uh, on page twenty-seven. You roll effect against body again. If the result is a failure, the injury is critical. If it's successful, it's a kill. Uh, okay. So if you're just in that case, I like to roll again. Uh, okay. So this is. Uh, seven against was it? Oh, well, I'll just tell you. I'm rolling with an effect yeah. seven. I've rolled a four, which is a success. So I think I've got the second, the one after the slash, which is a kill. That was. So uh, he's gone down, completely poleaxed. Meanwhile, um, so you're standing there with this rifle thing. Um, the duck is down. It doesn't look like it's moving. Sir George is in the middle of well, a, a, an incredibly tense. Fight. It's it's neck and neck as to who's actually going to land a blow first. <laughs> who's just going to get so exhausted? That just, <laughs> oh, just give us a minute. <sighs> oh, just. Uh, what would you like to do then, uh, Earwig? So I've uh, knocked mine to the floor, yeah. and and these two are tussling like a uh, without being sexist, a pair of ghoul, uh, ghouls. <laughs> no, that, that, a pair of ghouls not, fighting in the schoolyard. That's school not yard. sexist at all. Why would you think it was? No, I don't know why that would be sexist. Um, obviously, uh, male ghouls fight very badly. Those would be ghoulies. Um, yes. I. How long do I... I'll, I'll take a brief glance at this weapon and see if I can quickly figure out okay, the working. Okay, what do you think is going to be the most appropriate thing for working this out? I've got marksman, yeah. but I don't know. It's, it's up You've to got you. Marksman. Do you have anything, Otherwise, it would be mine. scientific-y, or is it just mind? Uh, I'm more with the uh, beating yep, okay. to death. In that case, you want the average of marksman and mind, please. 
three and a half. Yeah, let's call that three. Okay, three. And what's my difficulty? Or do you want me to no, just roll one and I'll tell you what again? Oh dear. So I will need a four or less. Yep, and don't roll double six. Six. Uh, no, I can't work it out. Does that waste my turn, does. I suppose? All right, this isn't. Quite clearly, it's not designed for exactly human hands. I only need five for house, by the way. Uh, you reckon you could work it out, but it's going to take a few minutes. Most importantly, you have no, to accidentally just... press the trigger and shots are George. Uh, so, the. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think we're up to the duck next. Right? Yes, it must be because George took a shot. So, the duck's rolled a seven, which is a miss. Uh, he's just flailing blindly at you. Your turn, Sir George. <laughs> it is quite uh, <laughs> quite poor. By mine was quite brutal in Tarantino, but yours is like Benny Hill. Oh, I rolled three. Oh, well, that's good. I think I've, I think I might have actually uh, hit him. Yes, because you got a brawling of. Um... I've got a brawling. Yeah, of three. well, that's easily hit him in in that case. So yeah. it's your yeah. body plus one. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and you need to roll 2d6. Okay. What am I... Okay. This is just on the damage column here, so... Uh, yeah. I've rolled a You've four. You've rolled a four, that's a column B result, which with a fist is a bruise. Um, Double bruise, I don't, yeah. I, I don't think that equates to not, anything. Not much. I think you can have two bruises. So it's sort of bop, bop. And um, <laughs> it's, it's knocked back... Ever so slightly. <laughs> I'm seeing the appeal of playing a combat monkey, you know. I don't normally do it, but actually, despite taking four sessions for me to become useful. Maybe really big weapons isn't your skill. Perhaps you have to get down and get dirty. Maybe that's the thing. Down and get dirty. Uh, it is, in fact, your, your go, Earwig, if you'd like to think of some. It's not often I do a Christ, Christine Aguilera lyric during our game. Do you know, um, you could do so, it all the time. Uh, I don't think I'd have recognised any of them. <laughs> I will um, maybe I'll do what the Lord is trying to do fight dirty, sweep its uh, webby oh, legs sorry, from you... under it to drop it on the floor so we can both get sorry, the boot when you said what the Lord was trying to do I thought you meant to, what would Jesus do in this fight <laughs> <laughs> Jesus would clearly attempt to um, yeah I'm going to sweep this uh, weapon underneath weapon? it you're not actually doing like a leg sweep I'm probably better with the leg sweep because I might shoot myself with a gun. So I'll just sweep my legs under it. We drop it to the floor. Kick okay, it to so it's going to be um, brawling minus one. That'll be five. Right. Uh, it's obviously torn between the two of you, so this is against a two. So you just need Ooh, a okay. ten or less. This should be quite easy because it, it's distracted by constantly being lightly tapped in the face. Astonishingly, the laws of probability seem to be working tonight, and I've rolled an eight. Wow. So, um, you will we'll just need to roll as if it's an attack, although it's not going to cause necessarily any damage. So this will work like a, like a kick, effectively. Okay, um, so I'll just roll... Well, actually, I think I'll, body I'll use six. it on the, on the uh, wrestling result, I think. It's probably the best way of doing it. I'm not wearing a luchador mask. Oh, that's okay. You can pretend he is. Uh, so, if you'd like to roll 2d6. Okay. 
six. Six, that's a column B result. Does that count on um, my column B? Right, well, this is, this is very good. did last time. Because uh, that's a KO result. So you sweep Bloody around, hell. catch the thing unexpectedly around the back of the knees. Did you know there's no word for the back of the knees? And uh, its legs fly out from under... There is a word for the back of the <laughs> it's knees. It's a quote. <laughs> okay. From Sir Henry at Rawlinson's End. Reg Smeaton, who, who just oh, keeps yeah. saying ridiculous things. Uh, you sweep the legs from under it, it sort of goes way over backwards, crashes. The helmet actually seems to take the impact. I can't believe that's actually Trevor Howard, by the way. It's roll. Um, the helmet does seem to take the impact, but nonetheless, he looks like he's out cold. He's just sort of staring at the ceiling. I'll thud this weapon into its face. Okay, it doesn't. It doesn't react. Are oh, you actually roll? I mean, you can just roll for damage because you're gonna you're gonna hit it. Um... Sorry, sir. Force of habit. Learn this in Calcutta. Um, uh oh, shit. Body plus one. Um, I, <laughs> I, I can't really move the camera roll to show you. Let me move the dice. Instead. I have in fact <laughs> rolled snake eyes. And what was your body again? Uh, seven. Your body is seven. Uh, body, body right, is six. Two, two, okay, it doesn't make any difference actually. So there you go. So a rather heavy set man has just smashed a large butt of a rifle into a comatose. Uh, yeah, he's already knocked out. So effectively, uh, the plan, if you'll recall, cast your mind back, was <laughs> the blood let's was up, sir. Capture one of them. What you've successfully managed to do is to slaughter them both. <laughs> One of them you can see, uh, it looks like his bill has been partially driven back into his brain when he face-planted under the floor. And the other one, you know, you'd think that this helmet would have taken the impact, and yet it seems to have, at the very least, dazed him very heavily indeed. But that's kind of moot, because you have to put your foot on him in order to be able to pull the butt of the rifle back out of his face. <laughs> Well done, I'm sorry about that, sir. I'm sorry I'd see that. But it's an ugly world sometimes. Maybe we could try and... <laughs> Maybe a bucket of cold water. Uh, that would be wonderful, sir. I'm covered in blood. <laughs> well, for the second time. <laughs> You're also covered in dinosaur blood. <laughs> and visceral. I would rather more successful fighting ducks than dinosaurs. Mm. There you go. Perhaps we can move on to the E's next. I'm not I'm not suggesting drug use, anyone. We we drop any. I'm gonna push one with my foot. Why? Just to make sure it's something to do in an awkward situation. If you're just checking if it's dead. Generally speaking, if you can see someone's head from the inside, they're not in the best of health. Mm. Uh, he has either got a very large nostril, or it's a terminal wound. Maybe we should examine them a bit, Daniel. Sure, I'll shut the door, sir. You, uh, you, oh. you do your sciencey stuff. Right. Yeah, with my detective of seven and right. science of seven and... They have seven. mostly gone out, by the way. 
Well, I was going to start jumping on one if it <laughs> Earwig turns back from the door and you're just jumping up and down. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He's out now. Uh, I think they're dead, yeah. sir. The, right the outside of the door is, is crackling away slightly, but... And also pre, pre-cooked. Um, I, I, yeah, let's, let's, have a, let's have a look at them. I'm going to detect science and scholar them. I well, am going to examine what, this What are rifles. you trying to work out? Because you can't really use all of those. <laughs> uh, I, just want to, I just want to search, you know, uh, search their pockets. Well, you can just do that. That's easy. They're not resisting or anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. They've got <laughs> I just various, they've got, various you know, arts and ends of... Um, I mean, yes, they have got some insignia, which is sort of a peculiar looking sort of sigil uh, they have got a few items in pouches that have got writing on but it's not a, it's not an alphabet you recognise, I mean you can clearly tell it's a script of some sort but you certainly can't read it uh, it's not like you're looking at something that's written even in you know, Russian or, or Arabic, it's a completely unfamiliar script right uh, they have a small sidearm of some sort. Uh, a, I think we'll take a, a small. Can you work out how to use this weapon, sir? Hmm. Let me use one of my. Skills. Right, which do you think would be most appropriate? Uh, scientist. Hmm, I would say so too. Uh, it's against a six. Yeah. Now, you're not particularly great with weapons, okay. but you should be able to work out the function of this as a machine. Yeah, I need And an I'm eight. going to say, don't roll a 12. Don't roll a 12. Point it this way! <laughs> well, you just what you do is point this, uh, this wooden club <laughs> towards the uh, the enemy <laughs> and pull this trigger <laughs> and it shoots Have either of you seen wizards? The cartoon. Wizards. Yes. Yes. Right. Uh, I've seen half. Have you seen the they've killed Fritz scene? Right. Yes. That's what yes. happens if he rolls a twelve. <laughs> I rolled a two. Amazing. Uh, you, you pick it up, sort of balance, Team balance awesome. your glasses on the end of your nose. And go, well, yes. Um, it's a bit awkward to hold because it's obviously designed for a, a different sort of hand. But there's a sort of double stud arrangement uh, with um, bit, bit like us too. Uh, with a, it's got a sort of activating thing that goes under the thumb that you have to hold down before you press the stud that acts as a trigger. So if you just press the sort of trigger stud, it doesn't fire. It's like a built-in ah, safety catch without cool. actually flicking yeah. a switch. Yeah. Uh, and that's essentially it. It's very much like a Black and Decker in that respect. You've got to press one thing down. To... <laughs> and are there? Do they both have a sidearm? Uh, no, only one of them has a sidearm. The other seems to have some sort of. Um, well, to be honest, you're not entirely sure what it is. You'd have to try and work that out with your scientific ability. I will. I will science. Right. It. Uh, because this. Here comes the science bit. This isn't. Obvious immediately what it's for, whereas you knew that the other thing was I, a gun. I might move downstairs while this is happening. <laughs> in case it's a bomb. Um, I guess. <laughs> you're going to be rolling against a seven. What was your science, sorry? Uh, my science oh, well, a seven. This should be looking for a seven. Very easy indeed. Go for it. Uh, I've rolled oh. a six. 
Um, well, it's got a couple of small dials and uh, like a little flexible bit at the top and a big button. It takes you a few minutes, but you think this might be some sort of telegraph device. Some sort of communication. We've got a real close-up mm. of Nick's neck, which is a bit weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like reality TV show. Oh, uh, yes, obviously time is passing while now. you're doing this, by the way. Yeah, okay. Um, not right, to well, mention this, I need this... to finish in about ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, so yes, so do I. I need, I need to stop around that for a time as well. Um, I'll put that one into my uh, coat pocket. I'll have okay. it there later. Um, uh, the the sidearm with the safety catch, etc. Um, can that also be translated fairly easily or for Dan for Daniel's rifle? Can I show him how to operate yep. that as well? Yeah, quite simple. So we okay. So we both do have a weapon. Uh, yes. I, I'm more with the uh, the up close and personal server. I'll give it a go. Well, you were, you were all there with the elephant gun till you realised you couldn't even hit an elephant with it. <laughs> couldn't hit a bloody dinosaur with it. If, if, had it been an elephant in a zoot suit with extra wide shoulder pads, you'd still have missed. <laughs> uh, the insignia on their uniform. Mm. What? what? Um, uh, sort of a slightly stylized Y shape, but made up of different sections. It's not like a single. Thing. But if you were to look at it, it's a bit. Okay. It's got a bit in common. I mean, to tell you, it's a bit in common with a sort of a Klingon symbol, but it's not quite. It's the other way up for one thing. It doesn't mean right. anything to you. You haven't seen. You haven't seen no. anything like it. Um. Nick's been replaced by an Aspidistra. Oh no, no, it's possibly a rubber plant. I can't tell. Um, did did they have duck? Have they got duck's feet? I mean, have they got you know flappy duck? Uh, yeah, I mean they got boots on, but um, the boots are duck feet. But they are the shape of. Either, if you're not going to take the boots off, then you could you could work out that they either have duck-shaped feet, as in duck foot shaped, not shaped like miniature yeah. ducks. That would be weird. Uh, no, or they have that boots be, that shape, which that seems weird cool. as well. A bit like they said that, you know, okay. Judge Dredd doesn't have big feet, he's got big boots. Yeah. He's got, he wears small boots, actually. Jason will appreciate this. Tight boots. It keeps his mind off the ethical quandaries of his job. No, he definitely has he does take big boots, because um, one of the artists, was it Mike McMahon? Because he, he draws them with particularly big feet. And people said, why do you draw them with big yeah. feet? He says, I don't, I draw them with big boots. Uh, so, okay, I'm just telling you, the, the, he, the canon must, is that he wears a boots a size too small. That must mean, then, that he has exceptionally large feet. By grud, did his boots hurt? We'll, we'll let the debate rage on the forum about Judge Dredd's Well, that, that'll get some involvement from Jason, at least. Of course, it'll be six <laughs> months before he actually listens to this. <laughs> And if you really want, look to, if you really want to out nerd someone, when they say, "Oh, the Stallone film was terribly inaccurate because he took off his helmet," you can say, "Ah, oh, but of course there was two instances when Judge Dredd had taken off his helmet." 
Yes, right. 120 had been shot through the head in the day the law died, yeah. and his head is completely covered in bandages. Yeah. And once during a face change incident no, where he... It was when he took his helmet off and showed his face to a criminal. It's a really early one. And oh, yeah. Really it's like the, the third Judge Dredd story anyway. Yeah, and they're like, yeah. oh, my God. What's right? But in yeah. that case, I can out-nerd you even because of the Never. third incident when he has his face changed in a face change parlour to look like, just yeah, like Hatton. the man that John's name. Exactly. Um, and that's Judge Dredd without his Well, helmet. except he doesn't look like that. That's the thing. What he's doing is showing somebody else's face because the... The, oh, true. the, um, but the he gang of robbers all use a face-changing machine, so they can't be recognised. However, I, Plus, I would in the, like to in the say, apocalypse I'm, I'm going to say that you're saying it's all right. You, you know, if you want to out-nerd somebody, here's what you do. I never want to be the person who who launches into a conversation with that intention and those facts. Okay, I I think that's almost as bad as, as the actually it's about ethics in games journalism. <laughs> <laughs> All right, John, if you're yeah. suggesting in some way we're wasting the, our precious time on this uh, this planet, then you go ahead. No, it's just, you know, if you want to outnerd somebody, well, no, I kind of I do by default no. cuz I only work with one nerd. And he's he's very very much a lapsed nerd, so uh, purely by being younger than him, I'm more up to date. But in a in a group of nerds, I'm I'm rarely the nerdiest. <laughs> Depends on the topic well, with me. Yeah, I mean, you know, you certain films and things easily out nerd me. Uh, prog rock definitely out nerded by Tim. Lots of things. <laughs> Veterinary. I can outnerd most non-vets in a veterinary way. I'm not sure that should count since it's actually a profession. Very few people right. are, well, because Fair very few people are professional nerds, aren't they? Simon the Pegg. <laughs> anyway. Um, oh, yeah. Right, yeah. so I think we'll... we'll <laughs> well, it's, it's we? coming up to quarter yeah. two, so we'll just sort of wrap this up in a position yeah. where we can uh, launch back into it yeah. when Amelia can... You know, move us along more quickly because we're all as bad as one another. So essentially, you've got two ducks uh, dead next next to the expedistra in the hall. Um, the front door will probably burn itself out. I wouldn't worry about that. Um, there's, I mean, it smells terrible in here, but that's sorted. You've still got some uh, grenades left. And you've got a couple of possible weapons that you just need to note down. Mm-hmm. Yes. Are you going to actually remember where you're going to be and what your next move is for next time? I would have thought that's incredibly okay, unlikely. Good. We're at the top of this. Uh, well, yeah. We're at the front door. The front door, yeah. How far away is o- that from the Over the battered or... body of two. Ducks who've been done in by foul play. <laughs> it's like that person that saw the recipe for um, toad in the hole and thought they'd do it, but hadn't actually ever. No. They saw the recipe, but hadn't Aww. actually ever seen. No, no, no. So they did it with a chicken. What? <laughs> okay, good. Well, that's on, better than I thought already. Chicken. Surely, if you're reading the recipe. No. No, we well, see. This was a recipe for for for. for, for 
toad in the hole, but using chicken instead of sausages somehow. But it didn't have pictures. Right. And as they read it, they took they took photographs of the of how it ended up. And they had just had this whole chicken in a saucepan that was surrounded by <laughs> batter. <laughs> wow. They used a whole chicken. <laughs> they roasted this whole chicken just in a saucepan. Of... Anyway. Um, but why would anybody the... do toad in the hole yeah. without actually sausages in it? <laughs> I have no idea. It was some. It was an American guy trying to follow an English re- traditional recipe, and oh. he posted it. And uh, mm. people say, "Wow, that's that's." I don't know what that is, but it's not toad in the hole. Okay. Well, as we well, pan out there we are. That's where we are. You've, you've almost Chuck made some progress, and my, we've uh, made a. And I promise I will run Flight yeah, Thirteen I'll, at some point. I, I just thinking, need yeah, some I've been contemporary of a, characters. A potential character yeah. who might be uh, just a sort of ordinary kind of. You know, guy in marketing or something who's fly, flight uh, who's flying back uh, in a bit of a hurry because he's heard that his partner has been taken very ill. So he's, he's had to sort nice. of leave a, uh, a business meeting and is is hopping back on a plane. So, that, there we that, go. That, that's that what I want, and I'll make you a GURPS character along okay, cool. uh, Right, thanks. So that's another another session I'm of our fill-in game, which I must admit is getting more of an outing than I was expecting. Um, and yet, I still can't remember the rules. Well, if Squadron UK ends, then I'll 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 flight okay. thirteen it. But we're still technically playing we Squadron thirteen. But Weird Zone is um, enormous fun. But yeah, I mean Weird Zone because of the nature of it fits in. I mean, if we can't remember where we were six weeks ago or something, it doesn't actually matter. <laughs> and I think anybody who's followed us this far knows that we're not in it for plot continuity and uh, and gaming as art. We have got to think of a title for this episode. Can I suggest Battered Duck? Yes, yes, you can suggest that. Um, Funnily enough, you... S- oh, he's got to no, think of something no, better no, no. now, hasn't he? He's always... Oh, yeah. That's your problem. Who's laughing now? It's a shit business, son. Um, <laughs> yeah, you... Are they though, Brian? Ah, oh, bummer's <laughs> deaf. <laughs> Funnily enough, you've, you said something earlier which I've forgotten, but I thought it would be a perfect episode title. I've, I've forgotten what it was now. Oh, God, I'm going to have to listen to it again. Brilliant. You'll have to listen so, to it again. So, yeah, I might, call, I might call it Battle Duck. May I apologise? Apologise. <laughs> apologise on behalf of my people. Your what? My people. <laughs> ben. You said Minky. <laughs> Do a dog bat. your dog bat. <laughs> Did you see the shout out um, on the the forum about um, the Weird Al film? Yeah, supplies. Yes, I did. Finally, someone got the supplies. That is my favourite joke. What's funny joke. is that on, I think on that particular session, I just sort of half said it almost off mic, and it got picked up. Oh, there you go. People supplies. do actually pay attention. But you got credit for no, my I, joke. I, well, not my joke. Weird Al yeah, I immediately joke. mentioned. I said no. You brought it up some months ago. It's entirely your fault. It wasn't me. I just you did. Credit where credits. And so I have cancelled the contracts upon you. Really, UHF is a great film. Very underrated. Classic of the Western world. No, not only has it got all that, it's got the Brothers in Arms song. Um, uh, oh, what's the song? I want my MTV to the tune of the Beverly Hillbillies. Beverly Hillbillies. It's very good. Anyway, I'll shut up about UHF, but it's very good. 
and it's also got a fantastic joke about there's a man who throws (laughs) yeah one last thing he's throwing like shih tzus out of a window to see if they can fly and during and he's a Mexican guy (laughs) and uh, they bring him a consignment of small mammals and he's he's checking them off like oh yeah do you want? Uh, and then he says and we got the the badgers as well at the back <sighs> and he he goes badgers badgers we don't need no stinking badgers it's just a well, film how many kids have yes. seen the original film that that line comes from well you know badgers well I I must admit. I've tried that a few times in practice when we've been handed radiation badges and no one knows what the fuck I'm talking about. Just that one line is causing that problem, is it? Uh, no, most of my lines cause problems. You've really got a tough crowd, haven't mm. I do use, you call this archaeology a so lot. So they, they remember that no one knows what, what I mean. Indiana, let it go. A lot of them are Sean Connery lines. As you can oh, tell by the Sean Connery accent. It's because you've got, you, see you do the accent so well, Mick. Yeah. I think that, mm. that justifies the, the accent. From the dawn of time we came, moving it's silently not... down through the centuries. I was going to say, you're actually camp, moving into you know, Alan Bennett as uh, Henry Jones <laughs> Sr. From the dawn of time we came. It's like Sean Connery is in a room, isn't it? Uh, not this room. <laughs> the thing about being immortal, I said... Anyway, should we should we end it there? <laughs> on a high note. Should we end it there? Well, <laughs> on a note. We all yeah, I'll be honest. I'm, I'm not quite so depressed <laughs> that I feel we need to end it there. But, um, <laughs> but you were heading that way. So thank you very much. Uh, so thank you, who John. knows? Maybe. It's no problem, John. Have... Let's make some duck soup next week. That is one of the best Sean Connery I've ever done, and it's not even an actual line he did. Duck soup, isn't that a... that could be a title. It's a Marx Brothers film. There is no sanity clause. Uh, I, I, in fact, have a biography of the Marx Brothers sitting right behind me. <laughs> I should have mailed it to the Marx Brothers. My studio did the grapefruit just fly by. But that's bigger me! <laughs> <laughs> Which is a, another classic. <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah, go on, sign off. Right, yeah, let's, let's, let's stop. I'll, I'll stop. stop. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Thank you very Goodbye. much. Thank you. See, Thank you, see, much. See, bye. see you tomorrow. Bye, bye. Uh, oh, yes, bye. Well, anyway, uh, thank you for coming. Uh, I hope you'll consider my application for funding for next year's trip to find life on Mars. Now, I know the chances of anything coming to Earth are a million to one, what they say, but uh, I, I disagree, really, and uh, I think... Uh, oh, hello? Hello? Oh, where's everyone gone? Those not averse to engaging with 
infernal devices may wish to direct their Babbage engines to examine www.professorelemental.com for further information and musical fancies delivered directly to your preferred phonographic apparatus. <laughs> Bless my soul, what a wonderful age we do live in. <laughs>